Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 577 titled Pre-Ordered. This is the show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. Uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So uh, with me today, well, I am Rob, also known as Presar. Let's, let's get that out of the way the sultry voice that uh, intros the show. And I've got two more sultry, sexy voices on this episode. Uh, first off, uh, we have, as always, uh, my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Wingman709. Has it landed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. And then uh, we've got uh, back on the show, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, how you going? Thank you guys for having me on again. This is Jonathan Wimbush, still waiting for my coffee to kick in. It's been a long day. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a long wait then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a couple of cups today. I don't know what's going on, but I think it's too much Roblox with the daughter, maybe. Oh, Roblox, nice. What you guys playing? I, I played that with my son. Anything yeah, interesting? We, um, We play, I don't know if you know Flickr that's on there. I've heard so, it. I've never played it though. It kind of reminds me of, um, you know, like that murder mystery dinner type thing. Mm -hmm. It's exactly like that. So it's like you have a murderer and everybody has to kind of figure out who the murderer is. And like each night somebody, you know, the murderer kills somebody. And then, you know, the next day everybody's like, oh, so-and-so is missing. So who do we think the murderer is? And you try to vote them off and yeah, it's pretty fun. And then, um, yeah, we play, Recently, we've been playing Total Drama Allen, which is pretty crazy because that's based off the cartoon. So now she wants to watch the cartoon on Netflix and stuff. So it's been oh, fun. Nice. But it just, um, Roblox puts me to sleep for some reason. <laughs> I always get tired <laughs> when I play it for a long time. I know what you mean. Yeah, that uh, that one game is uh, very similar to Among Us. Have you ever played that one? It's on, uh, I think it's on Steam for like five bucks and it's also on mobile for free. Very similar. Yeah. You know, where there's like a bunch of people that get into, uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's like a spaceship or whatever, but there's different rooms. So everybody's, you know, a different color. And then there's going to be like one or more. Um, oh man, I forgot what they're called. It's not suspect, uh, imposter. So there's one or more imposters and then the imposters kill one or more people throughout the game. When the body's found, then you report it and you have to try to, you know, space whoever you think is, uh, is the killer, but it's like the hot game right now that's going on with all the streamers. Like it's called I mean, among us. Yeah. Among us. And it's free on mobile, which is pretty cool. So you can play it on tablets or, you know, phones for free or five bucks for steam is it kid friendly or is it more oh, absolutely it, absolutely okay. so it's not really graphic or anything no no it's, no okay. uh, if if you've ever seen the game stickman stick oh, yeah stickman i think it's made by the same developer or something like that or it's similar-ish in art you know it's <laughs> i wouldn't say but, like high quality art <laughs> but uh it, it, it's a fun game it's a fun game yeah no, i have to check it out yeah and uh my son you know went through all those like the murder mystery on on uh, roblox and 
then he graduated to counter blocks and which is like a csgo kind of clone oh yeah yeah and, uh, yeah so he he did a bunch of those and i kind of got sidelined into some of those simulator games saber simulator ninja simulator i don't know if you ever tried any of those where it's just it's just basically like clicking <laughs> non-stop to try to level up your character and it never ends so it's like yeah you, know, you gotta level up your saber then you level up your power then you get more money more coins more this more that to upgrade your saber to go to the next level so it's like an idle game kind of yeah i haven't played any of those we've been mainly playing those murder mystery type games like mm-hmm. murder island too we've been playing that and then um she likes the obstacle course games i can't oh, think of any yeah I, I, that's yeah. a term i just recently came in tune with <laughs> yep. she's like oh we have to play an obby i'm like an obby what the heck is this? yeah so yeah it's like, come on dad you gotta get hip <laughs> gotta get with the times the roblox lingo yeah, I'm feeling old. It's like I'm not even that old and I feel old. So, yeah. And what's amazing is like Roblox has been around for so long. And it, you know, when you first look at it, it doesn't seem that developed, right? You know, it seems like it hasn't changed a whole lot in 15 years, but those guys just rake in the money. It's like it's a multi billion dollar company. Yeah, some of those games I've noticed are even sponsored too. Like I saw some of the games mm-hmm. were sponsored by um, Taco Bell, and then they had the uh, the Wonder Woman game that was sponsored by DC oh, wow. itself and stuff. And so, yeah, the, a lot of those games have been. Um, I think they say people make like their annual salary just making like Roblox games and stuff because so many people are buying the oh yeah the season passes and the skins and whatever else they try to rake you for on there. <laughs> and there's it plenty. Is, raking in the dough yeah 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 i know my son was playing arsenal so apparently as you can tell he likes the shooting games like the first person shooters that are clones of the grown-up games right and it's just like you know there's there's the crates right like like the loot crates and you get the different skins and different weapons and you know you have to collect all the different kinds and every week it's something different Need this gun. Need this gun. Well, what about the gun from last week? Well, that's not good anymore. It's like, oh. So he's, he's hitting you for Robux all the time? Never ending. Uh, it's, well, that's diminished a little bit. Because it, yeah. it sort of went to Fortnite, and then it went back to Roblox. And now as he's getting older, he's going into, like, siege territory. and Rainbow Six? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the same thing, just different games. Right. So anyway, but I sidetracked us quite a bit here. <laughs> <laughs> At the, the 15-minute discussion on Roblox. Yeah, try not uh, to get into it. I could talk about it for a while, but... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So... Uh, what have you guys been playing? I think uh, we talked a little bit about uh, John- Jonathan and I, what we've been playing. Uh, you you want to start off, Mark? Oh, sure. Um, I played, and we'll talk about it a bit more, but I played The Joys of Pre-Ordering. That was a, a fun game. Um, also played Gems of War, Fortnite, Minecraft Dungeons, and uh, some Zombie Army 4. 
did you play the Minecraft DLC, the one that just came out? Yep, got it all Dungeons. completed and all the achievements that they tacked onto it. Got that fully uh, 100%ed, and it's fun. I really like Minecraft Dungeons. I do hope they're going to continue to put stuff out mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, we, my daughter and I were playing it a lot, and then I made the mistake of buying that first DLC pack. I didn't realize it came with Game Pass. And so Microsoft was good about um, refunding that, but I showed her, I was like, hey, the DLC just came out and we played it for five minutes and she's like, oh, I want to play Roblox. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like, I've been dying to finish up the last two DLC packs, but she's just um, not into it for some reason though. Oh, hit me up sometime. I'll run through through it. It's fun. After the show, there you go. (laughs) All right. Well, well, that's the show this week. I'll talk to y'all later. (laughs) Nothing to talk about. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) But that's, you know, that's my typical. So um, nothing really special to to cover there. So I'm ready to get into the topic. So Mm -hmm. I don't have time, Rob. (laughs) How about you, Jonathan? Anything to add other than Roblox? Um. Just whenever I get free time, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm almost done with that one. And then been um my phone's been going nuts because they keep adding stuff to Game Pass. So I keep downloading it from my phone. Like I want to play Resident Evil 7 that just came out on there. Then there's a few more things that came out. But yeah, I mean it's mostly been gaming with my daughter. Um I was playing through all of Halo with my one friend John Haley. We made it to Halo 4 because we were anticipating, you know, Infinite coming out this year. So we're trying to get caught up and just run through the whole Master Chief. But um, yeah, after the announcement of the delay, we kind of just backslid on that a little bit. So we're still kind of in limbo in Halo 4, but probably try to finish that up maybe this week or so. But yeah, that's pretty much been it. Okay. And uh, I've been doing a bunch of Fortnite uh, Battle Royale. Not so much Save the Worlds for some time now so i'm I'm kind of getting the uh i don't know a little antsy thinking i'm like man i gotta get caught up i'll i'll miss all the stuff for the season because i really haven't touched save the world all too much in the past uh month did that but, marvel thing come out for Fortnite? yeah it did was that there, any good um oh <laughs> so there's are you talking about the marvel game or the characters um well i saw a trailer because i don't really play fortnite but i saw like a cool trailer that had like all the marvel characters in it so i wasn't sure if that was some type of like event or if it was just skins or what so they have skins which have been uh cycling through over the past couple weeks and then there's also like a game mode which i haven't played have you played it mark no I just been playing mm-hmm. the battle royale stuff so yeah yeah the season passed this year is just all marvel so you can unlock you're unlocking marvel stuff the entire season um and then they've got other side events like that you can do to get additional marvel skins and yeah additional costumes so it's okay i mean it's they got like you can i mean the cool thing i guess like my 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 youngest son really likes it um they they have powers so like the first one they had was dr doom's power so if you went to where Dr. Doom was and were able to defeat him, he would his he'd like have two different powers. So you can pick them up as a weapon. It, it replaces a weapon or something, you know, it still takes an inventory slot, 
but uh one of them's like his hands glow green and you're shooting like i don't know green lightning like or fireballs whatever. or something right fireballs and then another one it's like and that's like a constant thing and then the other one is a like a rechargeable one where it builds up and you throw this big green bomb or whatever you lob it out there and then that one has to recharge it has a timer um hmm. and then i've had like <laughs> iron man's uh, chest beam um there's other things in the game uh, different powers that you can pick up and use so it, to me it's just not what i want from fortnite I, I really i want them to get out of this having to license because i think fortnite on its own is great like having to put a licensed stuff into it to me feels like they're running out of ideas right you know? or a so, cash grab yeah, and it's like there's enough marvel stuff out there let's let's stop so i hope yeah. after the season they go back to just kind of doing their own thing but I, I guess they have to keep it interesting for the kids or something right somehow it plays into their story their long-running story i guess we'll see yeah because they've had what there's the characters that they've got are what thor uh she hulk right um yeah i know they had iron man captain america uh today they they put in blade i was really surprised to see that blade yeah oh okay that i might have to go after (laughs) well it's like 2000 v bucks (laughs) it's not a cheap one Uh, you have to buy them yeah yeah it's in the store so when you buy them, do you get their abilities or is it just the skin? Just the skin. So, yeah, okay. for two thousand, you get um, so you get blade. I think he's got some uh, back bling. There you go. <laughs> Isn't that That's your my phone ringtone. ring? Yeah. That's my ringtone, dude. It's been that for yeah. years. Yeah. I love that. If you've ever seen. The opening scene to the original Blade with Wesley Snipes, that, that song is in the very opening scene, and it's mm-hmm. one of the best the, scenes ever. What'd they call that? The bloodbath or something the like bloodbath. that? bloodbath. Yeah. I love yeah, that do for another one. They should have came out with a fourth one by now. Try to tie it into the didn't, uh, MTU. Didn't they come out with, uh, was it only three? They came out with three because, yeah, Blade Trinity was the third one. And then Spike TV tried to do a Blade TV series, which was really good. But they um, it never made it to a second season because it was just too expensive to create at the time, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, the TV show I thought was really good. Yeah, I watched that. It was good. But they should try to tie Blade into the MCU somehow because he's due for a reboot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Although I, I don't know if they can get uh, Wesley Snipes to do it. Is he still in jail? I don't know if he's released or not. No, he was in the Expandables, or at least one of them. Oh, yeah? Hmm. There's a four-film four favorite Blade collection. I can't see what the fourth film is. It's Blade something. Was it a prequel, maybe? No, this is a... This is like on a DVD at Walmart for ten bucks. You can get all four Blade movies. But I don't oh, wow. recognize it, so I'm about to do a little research there. <laughs> yeah, maybe I know it's a runoff did. or something. 
series directed by how do you say his name? Gamoro del Toro. Guillermo. Yeah, I can never say Guillermo. I know he was in Death Stranding, but yeah. But it looks like that might be a fake trailer. So yeah, I don't know. This is Blade Four and a couple of videos directed by Del Toro. Interesting. So well, anyway, uh, so Fortnite, <laughs> some Minecraft dungeons. <laughs> this is like the, you know, sideline, you know, tangent episode. All right, so uh, Fortnite, uh, Minecraft Dungeons a little bit. Um, and then I also played the controller game tonight. I, I decided to go through and, uh, I don't know, about a, over a year ago, my Elite controller got stick drift on the left thumb st- uh, analog stick. And so I went through and I was going to replace the, um, I was going to replace that little, what do they call it? Like a, a 3D analog stick. It's a component. They were super cheap. I got a bunch of them for just a couple of bucks uh, shipped over from, what did I get it from? Uh, AliExpress. But anyway, so I got sidelined on that whole thing, decided uh, it was kind of like, not now. This will be a project for another day. And I got inspired, and I'm like, I'm going to do it today. So I tried to do it the cheap route of, so that, that component actually has like 14 solder points, which is quite a bit. It's a little component. It's got like posts all over to hold it. Plus there's p- the potentiometers and buttons on it or a button on it. So it's, uh, it's got a lot of contact points that it needs to put onto the PC board. And I decided to like, I'm, not, I'm just going to take the cheap route and quick route and I'll replace only the one potentiometer that's bad. So it's three posts going through the board and I went to desolder it. And then I took the potentiometer off of a good one that I had. And then I found out that it's not the same. It's not, it basically what I'm saying, it doesn't fit (laughs) when you try to attach it to the main body of the component. So I'm like, oh man. So now I have to replace the whole thing. And uh, I just have a traditional uh, soldering iron. Actually, it's a little solder station that I've had for years. And uh, for something like this, I, I think I really need to get a hot air reflow set up. So I ordered one from Amazon. And I figure I'll, I'll put it to good use in the future because I find I need my soldering iron every couple of months consistently for some kind of goofy project or something that I'm working on. So, so I figured, for the, the Elite yep. controller, you can't just swap those components out. I thought that was the point of the Elite. Um, well, this is inside. So I actually took it apart. Oh, oh. So it's, you know, where you have like the left analog stick on any controller. What I'm re- going to replace is the components that's actually under the... Uh, the actual stick and gotcha. soldered onto the board and it, the thing is like i don't know less than a dollar <laughs> so uh i think i got five of them for less than five dollars shipped from china so it's super cheap 
but I wound up spending like 50 bucks on a, on a hot air, uh, reflow thing, which, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes either way. Even if I spend 50 bucks on that thing, it's cheaper than the controller because the controllers, I think, I think the original ones are still over a hundred, aren't they? You can get like refurbished ones for like 90 ish, 80, 90. And yeah. the elite two is like what? 150, 180. Yeah. I rent through controllers too much. So I never got the elites. Like I probably have like 10 Xbox one controllers here just because I, mm -hmm. Oh, for a lot of them, it seemed like the headphone jack kept messing up. And so I yep. buy a whole new one just for that. And then the one had the stick, the left stick with, um, it seemed like something snapped underneath it because it was just loose. Like, it would, mm -hmm. you know, if you just jiggled a controller, it would just bounce all over the yeah. place. And so it's just little things like that. So I probably have like 10 Xbox controllers sitting around here. Oh, wow. Yeah. A quick thing on the, on the audio jack. That actually is a super cheap component also, and it's actually not soldered onto the PC board. So if you split the case open, um, there's videos online that show you how to do it. I don't, I think, yeah, you'll, you'll need to unscrew and, you know, break the seal on it. But if you split the controller open just a little bit, the, um, the analog port will actually you know, fall out because it's like, uh, it fits in its little groove and it's just like a pressure contacts onto the main board. So you can get a couple of them super cheap again from AliExpress and switch them out in like less than five minutes. Oh, so. well, yeah, I wish I knew that before buying another 60, <laughs> $70 controller. Yeah. Cause, uh, I've had the same thing happen. You know, those ports go bad. And uh, my son just complains. He's gone through a couple of controllers. You know, I don't know if it's like how you hold it or if you're like putting leverage on those uh, ports or something like that. But eventually they just don't work very well at all. Can, and, can I interject something here? Yeah. Can I just say one thing? What? Wireless headphones? There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones do you have? I've tried. Well, I haven't had any this generation on a 360. I've gone through several turtle beaches and they just all seem to not be that great. So this one, I just opted to do just a regular headset, like with the one earphone on the one ear. Yeah, I've okay. got, I've got two turtle beach headsets. They're both identical. Um, I got them on a really good deal couple of years ago and i just i leave one charged and when the one dies i just swap i go and unplug the one plug it in and plug the other one in so one's always charging and one's always used and i've never had a problem knock on wood oh wow i've never had any problems with them um i love them they're completely wireless they they there's no box uh they just they connect straight to the xbox oh really yeah it's they're nice and they weren't the super expensive ones either i think i got them eat like 89 dollars headset and i've had them for several years and they work great oh wow and i've never had anyone complain about like in the past like oh i can't hear you or you're you know it's garbled or never had anyone complain about the audio so that's it's really mm -hmm. good i have to look up and get the exact what version i have i can go grab one while i'm when i'm not talking but i'll let you know jonathan i don't know if they're still available they're probably newer models by now but 
Yeah, I say maybe I'll wait for the Series X version at this point. Yeah, but I really, I've had really good luck with Turtle Beach, so. But. Yeah, no, good to know. I know it was a nightmare with the 360. You had that breakout yeah. box and yeah, oh, just yeah. a lot of static. And like, I even had the real expensive ones. They were like two hundred and fifty dollars, and yep. those broke on me. And luckily enough, I mean, Turtle Beach, I just I called them and they replaced them. But then I had the same issue again. It's just like ah, this is too much money, you know, to spend on something that's not really working that great. Yeah, I, I went through the same thing. It was like. I want to say like the Turtle Beach 500. For some reason, the 500 sticks out in my mind, and it used to pick up interference from my uh, from my uh, Wi-Fi router. Yeah, it yeah, I've had that too. Nearby, yeah. So, like for the past couple of years, for for my uh, computer, I have this uh, HyperX headset. It's wired. Um, 7.1 i forget exactly which one it is like cloud 2 or something like that but it, it's got a little uh usb cable with this like little button module on it and then it's just uh, a three and a half millimeter connector into the back of that so i use that on my computer i'll use these headsets on my computer i'm actually using them right now and then when i play my xbox i just you know pull the plug from that little uh, button module and I just go into the bottom of my controller. So it's like same headsets, double duty. And uh, I don't know, I don't move around a, a whole lot or anything like that. So I don't mind that little cable, you know, draped in front of me. Yeah, no, same. But speaking of Xbox, what about those pre-orders? Oh, look at, look at you. <laughs> Making us move forward. Hold yeah. It's a slick Bob transition, Bob right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well played. Before you do, the ones that I have the that I bought are the Turtle Beach Stealth 600 wireless surround sound gaming headsets for the Xbox One. That that's what I have. Stealth 600, Stealth 600 you said. 600s, yeah. So, um, well, if I look at all buying options right now, like I said, these are. I don't see. Uh, n I see some new ones at 150, <clears throat> but I didn't even pay that full price, and that's probably just because you can't buy anything anymore electronic. But yeah, I'm on the Turtle Beach site, saying they're about 99 bucks. Yeah, if they still sell those, I mean, I'm hoping. I don't know for so caveat. I don't know if these will work with the uh, Series X. Should be because they said all all our peripherals are supposed no, to be it, backwards compatible. Right. So. I'm looking at it right here on the Turtle Beach website. This is um, Stealth 600 Gen 2 headset for Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Well, also also compatible with Windows 10 PCs. Perfect. Yeah, I so I've got two of those. I really like them. They've worked great. Um, my biggest thing with headsets, I got a huge noggin, right? <laughs> and and so it's like they always break above the earpieces or you know because I'm like I've got them pretty much stretched out and uh these have lasted it's like the way these are designed they're better suited for someone like myself that's got a big noggin big so they melon. big melon so do you know if these are bluetooth or does it use that proprietary xbox connection thing that they were doing before it, it's it's the it's the uh direct connection to the xbox okay. so oh nice um, yeah it doesn't i don't believe these are bluetooth at all 
maybe Gen 2 might be, but mine don't. And they have a long battery life. Like, they really do. I can go for a long time, and then they'll die. And I, like I said, I got two of them. But they're uh, saying about fifteen hours on here. Yeah, uh, and they do. They they do last, and so I really enjoy these. These to me, these are the best Turtle Beach that I've had, and I've had some two hundred fifty dollar ones. Um, I've gone through several several different versions. Uh, and these so far have lasted the longest and have been the, my favorites. Nice. Yeah, I have to look into these because, I mean, 99 bucks, that's not bad. It's, I don't mind spending that. Yeah. And it's totally wireless, which is nice. And you can control the volume of the chat and the game separately. And the boom, the boom mic is like, sits right up on the thing. It's this little hard plastic thing you just rotate down. So it'll, it completely stores back, like, and then you pull it down. You can pull it two clicks forward and say you want to mute. All you have to do is lift the microphone one click and you'll feel it. It's like a notch. You just kind of, you don't put it all the way back. I mean, you can, but you can just move it up one and then it mutes your microphone. So you can have a conversation and then you just flip it back down. So you're not hunting for a mute button or anything. It, it's really sweet. <laughs> nice. Interesting. It yeah, looks the, like the 700s are sold out, the $150 ones. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No, that's cool. Though. Thank you. The show is not sponsored by Turtle Beach, just so in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> it's like, oh, or wait, Roblox up, or <laughs> upgrade to Gen 2. Can I upgrade? <laughs> is there an upgrade? Can I turn in the old ones to get new ones? Oh, they come in white. All white or all black. That's cool because mine are black and green, which look cool. Well, that matches I, your next box. Yeah, this the new ones. Like, you, if you get the S, you can get the white ones. If you get the X, you can get the black ones. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, those that pair directly using the proprietary thing, you know, those have always intrigued me. Like, ever since what the Lucid Sound ones came out what, two, three years ago? Something along those lines. I, I always thought that that would be like the best sound for some reason. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. And then you could take advantage of all that 7.1 so stuff, like what, the Windows Sonic, and they're doing the other ones now as well, like the Dolby and all that. Anyway, <laughs> pre-orders. Back on topic. <laughs> At this rate, we'll never finish the show. <laughs> hey, I tried. <laughs> yeah, towards the end of the show. talking about pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the show, it's like, hey, guys, my, my, uh, my Series X just got delivered. <laughs> Seven <laughs> weeks later. If you pre-ordered it. So does yeah, that mean you pre-ordered it, Rob? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Which uh, one did you, you get? Uh, actually, I got uh, both. Oh, really? The, the Series X and the um, Series S. So the Series X is going to go on the big TV, and then I told my son that I would get him the Series X for his uh, computer. S or X? Desk. S. S, because you said X. 
I, you, you know, it, the two I'm gonna, names. I'm gonna get a hold of him. Hey, Blake, I hear you're getting an uh, ad. Yeah. Your yeah. dad said so. No. Uh, better hold him to it. <laughs> it's like S and X. They're so close, especially if you have the what sibilance, sibilance, whatever it's called. You know, I think same. at this point, it is. It's it's really a a mess. So now that the new ones are coming out. I don't think, and there's always this, everything's like back compat, which is awesome. Um, I think we just need to call it the Xbox. And if we're talking about the Series S, we'll just say the S. Yeah. You know, it's if it's Xbox, we mean Series X. And it's assumed you know? it's the new. It's the new. Yeah. Otherwise, if we mean the S for any reason, then we'll say the S. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's too freaking confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what initially that should have did. I remember during the game show, or no, what was it, the Game Awards, when they showed the Series X, Phil Spencer came out and said, you know, the new family moving forward is just called Xbox. Right. And, I mean, that makes sense. But then they kept going on with these different series, and then once the S was announced, I mean, it just made it really, really complicated. Because you hear it all the time. People are, like, jumping back and forth between S and X, and it's just too similar. Yeah. And then not even the mess with the one X and the series S and the one S and the series S. I mean, it's just making it way too confusing. Mm-hmm. And that's for us. We're in the games. So imagine yeah. people like trying to, <laughs> you know, like decipher this for the gifts for the holidays and stuff. And yeah, they don't know what they're looking at. Or for the pre orders. So Amazon. The Xbox One X had a 750% increase in sales this week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's bonkers. <laughs> and I hope it's all the bots that we're trying to yeah. get the I hope it's bots. And I and I I kind of feel sorry for people that got one because I will say. When you go to, I know with Amazon, well, I think every site pretty much, if you were there before it pre-ordered, a lot of sites, some sites didn't even have a page. Like Amazon's page like went away. Like it was gone. You got like an error. Yeah. Um, and at eight o'clock Pacific time, there was no listing for the Series X. Yeah. And if you searched for it, all it, that came up was the One X. Yeah. Xbox One yeah. X. and. I'll bet you a lot of people click that because you're you're in a rush, man. And that's what sucks about it. And this is not Microsoft's fault. This is the way that all these databases just provide your data, your search results. You know, it's like, well, we don't see what you want, but here's the next best thing. So a lot of people probably thought there it is right at the top and probably pre-ordered it. It was like, yes, I got one. Woohoo! I had no problem. And then now everybody's going, oh, crap. I ordered the wrong thing. <laughs> you know what? I posted this in the Facebook group and in the thread for this. And I said, but at least they'll get them this week. <laughs> they won't be waiting seven, eight <laughs> weeks to get them. Well, unless they ordered the cyberpunk one. Cause that's the confusion too. Cause you have the cyberpunk, oh, yeah. you know, special edition one coming out. So people see that it's not out yet and it's coming soon. So they might think like, Oh, that's the one they're talking about. The one X with the cyberpunk or whatever. And yeah, it's just, it's a mess. I mean, that's that comes with the naming convention because the same thing happened with Nintendo when they had the the Wii U 
and people thought the Wii U was just like some type of extension of the Wii. And, you know, it's just, it was causing a bunch of confusion there. And you think yeah. that people would learn from their mistakes, but yeah, I'm not sure what's going on at Microsoft. They just have like a really bad, like PR problem or something. Like they need someone to kind of just step in and tell them this stuff ahead of time. Like, Hey, this is going to be kind of confusing when you guys are ready to get out there. Yeah. So did you get Jonathan, did you get a secure one? No, I didn't, but I didn't try super hard just because like I've been a day one for like every console and this time around, I'm just like, you know, I kind of feel burned every time I do it day one, because it seems like a month or two later, the system's just dropping price. And so yeah. I'm like, if I can score one, yeah, but I'm not going to, you know, go crazy over it, you know, because I'm sure it will go on sale around Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I have the One X for now and the PC, so I'm perfectly fine with those until, you know, I can get my hands on one. Do you think that uh, you might get a little more hyped up on it when it gets closer to release date? Because that's what's happened to me when I've skipped this stuff. And then all of a sudden I'm scrambling, you know, trying to find it at retail. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what always happened for me. Yeah. Like even with this, I kept telling myself, I said, I'm not going to buy a Series X on day one. And then as soon as they said pre-orders are starting tomorrow, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of want one. <laughs> but then when I saw the fiasco going on, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to break my neck over this because, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it happened with the Wii. I remember going crazy trying to find a Wii and I'm like, I'm not going through that again. Uh, on the, I'm just curious, on the PC front, did you try to get the new uh, NVIDIA card at all? Yeah, same thing. Yep, I tried to get the 80 and same thing there. Like the bots just came in and scooped them up within two seconds. I had it in my cart and oh, when wow. I had checked out, it said, look, well, first I had an air, so I refreshed it and um, it said sold out. Oof. Which that sucks stinks. because, I mean, I needed that one for work more than anything. And the yeah, same it's... thing happened with the 90s. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just get a 90 instead because they're a little bit more expensive. So I didn't think they would sell out as quick, but yeah, the bots just came in and I don't know who's setting these bots up, but they scoop them up fast. And then they go right on eBay for like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, geez. Yeah. I saw what someone, I think it already, people were already bidding on those and the bids were like $15,000. It's like, oh, wow. yeah, that's the insane. highest I saw was a hundred thousand for a 3080, but then I read a story that somebody made a bot to um to jack up the prices on eBay because they felt mad that you know people weren't able to get the cards, so they made a bot just to kind of bid up <laughs> all the cards on eBay with no intentions to pay at all. But it's just screwing yeah. up all the scalpers and stuff. So that's why you're seeing like ninety thousand and a hundred thousand thirty eighties on eBay because yeah, that bot's just driving up the prices. Good, glad to see that. <laughs> I wonder with those uh, new NVIDIA cards, if any of those are actually being picked up by the miners, the crypto miners, because that was a big thing, what, like two, three years ago? Yeah. You had such a hard time finding any of like the, what, 1080 <clears throat> TI cards because they were all put into mining rigs. I just yes. wonder if that's still going on and they might have picked those up. Yeah, I was going to say, is that still a thing? Because I haven't heard anything about Bitcoin in a long time. Yeah, it's still 
it's still around definitely but i i don't i don't think it's uh such a hot thing like it was what two years ago three years ago yeah, yeah. But, well but, yeah i'll i'll share my pre-order story with you guys so um i got up and and uh i i, I had everything ready and i decided okay what are you going to focus on? I, I want Amazon. That's kind of where I wanted to go. I'm a big Amazon Prime and I buy a lot of stuff from them. So like I, I want them. They're my primary. Microsoft was my backup because I just felt going to GameStop, Walmart, Target, Best Buy was like not going to happen. Like, and I really didn't think that like Microsoft, I don't think is going to, they're probably going to have the fewest amount <laughs> as, as dumb as that may sound, but they got to give them all these retailers. So, you know, yeah. but I figured, well, I'll go with them as my backup. <laughs> so I'm sitting here waiting. Eight o'clock hits. I start, you know, boom, refresh. I'm sitting on Amazon and both and, and both Microsoft and Microsoft had a, a thing up that it said coming soon. And then right at eight o'clock, the button switched to configure. And uh, I hit it. And I got a 404 error. <laughs> I was like, what? And go back and keep refreshing. And that like their site just was dead immediately. Um in Amazon, I was like, there's no page coming up. What's going on? You know? So then I'm like, I kept trying different searches and I couldn't get nothing to come up. And so I was like, all right, maybe they're not gonna sell them right now. So I went to I started bringing up Target and Best Buy. And uh, I went to Target and went to put hit the pre-order button. Nothing would happen. Like nothing happened. Click the button, click the button. I'd hit it a few times and then it would come and say, you already have the max items in your cart. I was like, oh, okay. So I clicked the little cart, even though it doesn't show anything in the cart. I click it, go to the next page and it says your cart's empty. <laughs> so you go back click it click it pre-order 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 you have the maximum items in your cart go to the cart it says there's nothing in the cart <laughs> so this and then so i'm at best buy best buy's page is like coming soon coming soon it was just grayed out like it never went live i was like you know so i'm bouncing around between the four target's the only one that i actually making any progress on and and it just was a nightmare. And after about 20 minutes, I was like, well, they're gone. Like, there's no point. So I went on to our Facebook group and I was like, oh, it was a total disaster for me. And, you know, other people and everyone else was like, yeah, you know, I can't get them through Best Buy. They're not alive. Uh, Amazon's not live. Uh, you know, all these other places are like, you know, the sites are all down. Nothing's working. Um, I know Rob, you sent me a text like right at like 801, and you're like, and the internet has crashed, you know. And and it was, it seemed like every every retailer site just collapsed. And uh, so I was in there, of course, all of a sudden everybody started talking, and like nobody's got one. I'm like, man, this is like bad. Everybody's yep, I didn't get nothing, I didn't get nothing. All of a sudden, someone posts, I just got one through Microsoft. So I immediately went to Microsoft.com. Hey, the page came up. Pre-order it. Whoa. It's, just, it's, it's, in the, it's in the cart. I can see it. I'm, I'm getting excited. And then comes the problem of, wait a minute. 
I wanted to purchase this on a particular card um, through my work. I get like this. It's a reloadable debit card or credit card. It's a MasterCard. And so they get like they win bonuses and kudos and stuff like that. They basically like give you money through this card. Right. And so I had more than enough on this thing to make this order. And so I, I'm like, sweet. Um, it's not costing me anything. This is like bonus money. So I get to the part to hit buy and Microsoft already has my, my other credit card is tied into them sitting there. And I'm like, if I click to change that, it will probably crash everything. <laughs> I'm not running the risks. I, I said, buy it. <laughs> and it said, okay, congratulations. And then I did get an email uh, later on said, we've confirmed your order. Well, I didn't get the email right away. So I went back on the website and I was like, hey, I, I just actually got one through Microsoft. And, and then someone said, hey, Amazon's just opened. So I jump on Amazon because I'm like, I didn't get an email confirmation from Microsoft. Do I really have this thing? So I go jump on Amazon, goes right through pre-order. And I was able to put the correct card that I wanted it on. Got a confirmation, got an email right afterwards saying your order, you know, I'm like, okay, now I've got two, but I'm like, that's okay because I'll cancel one of them. Let me see which one's actually going to go through. Give it a week and see if either or both companies send me a message saying my order's been canceled because they oversold the the, the item. Um, so I went back on. I was like, hey, I got one at Amazon, uh, you know, and then of course other people are like, hey, I just got one from microsoft just got one from amazon so a lot of people were starting to get them at that point which was odd because it was like you know 40 minutes later uh, and people were start now starting to be able to get them so i've been kind of waiting to see what happens but the good news is uh ravioli capone uh, if you get many of you may know his name uh he lives near me and so he he was talking i was like oh he wasn't able to get one and I was like, hey, so I reached out to him. I was like, dude, I, I may have two coming. Um, I said, if you want, I won't cancel the second one and I'll just sell it to you. You can pay what what it costs me. And he's like, heck yeah. <laughs> so, so he's going to have one now. He'll take my second one if both orders do if actually ship. So, but what a day, man. That was yeah. like, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was tense. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, somebody posted, uh, I think it might have been Don, posted uh, the, oh, man, what's that, what's that one show was on CBS with the <laughs> nerds um, trying to get, yeah. like, PAX tickets? Uh, Big, Big Bang Theory, I think? Yeah, Big Bang Theory, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. basically what it was. <laughs> All refresh, this refresh, refresh. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. I was laughing yeah. so hard. Oh. I mean but, that's good news yeah. for Xbox though, right? Because oh yeah, just the way it seemed like it was going that everybody was buying PlayStation and out of nowhere Xbox is selling all too. So it's kind of like neck and neck right now. Oh yeah. Well, the the thing is, is see the interesting part about it is how many have actually sold on both sides. No one's going to give those numbers. And if like Xbox I'm seeing, did, like, then I think they will. I don't think Sony will ever say. And who's to say it's even true? 
You know, that's the thing. I, I don't know if we'll ever get those numbers. It would be interesting to know. But because, again, you could have 10,000 <laughs> consoles go on pre-order. Oh, we all sold out. Well, you know you're going to sell at 10,000 easy. But if you had 100,000, maybe you don't sell out. Or if you had a million available, maybe you know, there's a number where only so many people are pre-ordering on day one. And they know what typically... Both those companies know what to expect. So if they go below that, even if they have them available, they can just go below to make news of we sold out, they sold out, they sold out. And then it's like, ooh, you know, it drives news. It drives interest, even though it's false. <laughs> um, yeah. Because then yeah. it's like all of a sudden, like same with PlayStation and, and Microsoft, I see it happening already. Oh, we got more to release. Um, like, like the Sony was a mess because no one knew when they were going, and all of a sudden it was just like, here we go, you know. And a lot of people couldn't get them, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, we have more that we're releasing. What do you mean you're releasing them? So you have them. You had them to begin with, but you limited what you limited the amount that were allowed to drum up this false narrative that you've sold out. You know, and that's the thing with Microsoft, like all of a sudden they were talking about all along that they're not going to be affected. You know, we know they've had other plants opened that Sony didn't. And then right before they like, oh, it's going to be limited. You know, there's going to be a limited amount of units. It's like, wait a minute, this came out like the day before. And now all of a sudden they've sold out. You know, there's a thing about Australia completely sold out. Like, wow, the whole country. That's a nice spin. How many did you actually send over there? You know, 10. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it's like, it's, you look at the headline and I hate to be the killjoy, but we really don't know what it is. And even like you go, it was funny. I went and looked at earlier today. I was on my phone. I, I went to like, look at the series S uh, at the Microsoft shop. Cause I was thinking, well, maybe I should get an S for, the for the kids in the front room and i i went to look at it and it's like order now and it, it said we'll be uh shipping on the 28th <laughs> or arriving on the 20th. i'm like that's like in four days i'm like i can have the s in four days before it even releases <laughs> and i went back just a little bit ago and they don't have that's that's gone they're sold out but they're saying best buy is the only retailer currently that has both the x and s in stock According to the Microsoft website, all other retailers are sold out. But um, it it's, again, who's going to get them? How many did they get? How many are in reserve so that they can keep releasing a few more every day to keep in the news cycle? So. Well, that's the thing, because it's a game of chess. Because if you think about it, when PlayStation was sold out, everybody's like, well, no one's going to order any xboxes because you know xbox put that tweet out like hey we're going to let you guys know when you know everything the pre-orders are going to be up and the whole topic was well everybody wants playstation xbox no one's going to pre-order that and then next thing you know xboxes are hard to get so that kind of that kind of perception is important because it yeah. makes it you know it's that it factor like people are like wow i can't get an xbox now i kind of want one and Nintendo is kind of like the king of that. Like every time Nintendo releases something, it seems like they only release like 10 worldwide, then no one can get it. And then it just builds up this huge hype. And so everybody feels like they need to get one. And it just becomes like this 
the game. FOMO. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You're well, missing Nintendo, out. Nintendo actually won't build a lot of hardware. They don't want anything sitting on the shelves. It, it's like a company philosophy or something. Like they only make what they sell. Like you know what I mean. So they never have enough to start. So they'll sell what they have, get that money, and then use that to produce more. Where Microsoft and Sony will flood the market. They don't care if the boxes sit on the shelf, but for some reason, Nintendo has a big problem with that. <laughs> so, well, they so just did that with the Mario games because even though, like you know, they had limited capacity for the physical copies of that Mario 35th anniversary thing they just did, but yeah. also the digital versions are going to be only available for so long as well. And it's like, why are the digital <laughs> versions? <laughs> you know, you can only buy them up until so long, and then they're like, well, we're out. And it's like, why, oh. you know? How can you be out? <laughs> yeah, so it's like kind of weird. Like it's Nintendo being Nintendo, but yeah. So, but it it seems like I heard it seems like most people that wanted one were able to get one. Um, from my own personal experience, um, with the exception of a few people, um, I heard from more people that I know that wanted it that did get it. So that that was nice. I was glad that it seemed like there were enough to go around. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I see one, like if I'm at Walmart or something, and they actually have them in stock. It's probably. I mean, it's like the Switch. I said I wasn't going to buy a Switch, but then I was at Best Buy and I saw a Switch in stock, so I just grabbed it. So it might end up being one of those. It's like, well, oh, they was, got them in stock, so you know. Yeah, Microsoft. Left. I saw today. Microsoft said they will have more on day one. So it sounds like they're gonna have stock that is going into the store. So I don't know if some of your pre-orders, like if you go to like a GameStop, I'm assuming that you can pre-order because they know it's going to come on day one to the store that's not part of the pre-order, and maybe they're going to pre-order those out to you. Um, I have no idea, but Microsoft said there will be consoles on day one in stores. So. Now, speaking of GameStop, did you guys, um, like, since the new systems are backwards compatible, did you guys trade in your old systems, or are you going to hold on to them? Because I was actually looking at, like, what the trading value was for the One X and uh, the um, the regular one. And I know the One X, I think it was 190 I think. And then the regular Xbox, I think, was, like, 75 bucks. But because I was like, if I could offset the cost, that might make it a little bit more enticing to grab a Series X. But yeah, I don't know. Because I kept my 360, but I never use it. So it's like, I would probably been better off just, you know, trade yeah. that in. Yeah, I was, I didn't trade them in, um, which I probably should have because I'm sitting here with what I have three Xboxes in this house and I only use one. <laughs> my kids kids will use the other one sometime but the dogs have destroyed the controllers and i told them i'm no longer buying you guys controllers so they they don't they can't play the one upstairs <laughs> so but uh, i'm like well when i get mine in i'll probably give my give them my one x um and i'll guess i'll give them i'll probably give them a controller or two to go with it so and then i'll just have my x here and They'll, then I'll have two S's that'll be like, oh, what am I going to do with them? They'll sit in the shelf or in a closet or something. Yeah, I have, my, I have my day up. one. 
in my day one in my bedroom, I was like, oh, I could game in my bedroom. And then I have this, um, the one X in my living room. But honestly, since I got the one X, I don't think I've turned on my day one Xbox more than twice. And that was just to watch Netflix on, but yeah, I'm like, I should have yeah. just tried that one. And then when I got my X and cause I thought I could play in both places, but I seriously haven't even touched it. Yeah. I gave my one, my day one Xbox one. I gave it to a friend of mine. So it's like, I have four Xbox ones. That's like, really? <laughs> I don't need that many. So, um, so maybe I might just, I may end up giving him the S that the kids use and say, hey, here's an upgrade and take my day one back just so I have my day one console again. <laughs> Put yeah. that in the box. So, but anyway, yeah, the, so yeah. This point is like the trophy because I know my one, even before the one next came out, it was just extremely slow on a dashboard. Like it was like excruciating slow. Yeah. This new one better be freaking fast. <laughs> it better be, man. Very true. <laughs> I will be very upset. You'll hear a rant on this show if I boot that thing up and it's slow. Because all they promised is quick, speedy, fast, this and that. Oh. Um, did you guys okay? So Jonathan, you didn't get one yet. Um, Rob, did you did? Did you pre-order any anything else? Or just the console? No, I didn't. And actually, let me, let me talk about my experience since uh, you chatted about yours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I kind of did the same thing as you, where I was trying to, like, hedge my bets, right? You know, where did I have the best chance of getting it? So in my mind, I, I thought of it, like, with the stuff that I deal for work. And I thought, okay, Amazon, AWS, Microsoft, Azure. Yeah. All right. They're probably the best bets, at least in terms of the backbone that they run off of and so <laughs> forth. So I'm like, okay, they're probably better off than any other retailer, even though the other retailers are probably on AWS or whatever anyway. Yeah. But <clears throat> so what I did is I actually uh, brought up uh, separate tabs in a browser on one of my monitors. <laughs> off by themselves and I logged into, um, you know, the Microsoft store and I made sure I was logged into Amazon, which I usually am anyway, I guess. And I had the pages up. So I had the S and X pages up on the Microsoft site. And then I had like that landing page on the uh, Amazon store. And I also made sure like the credit card stuff was up to date. Turned out I needed to update the card on Microsoft anyway because it uh, expired recently. So I was like, okay, I'm all set. Then when 10 o'clock rolled around, <clears throat> Microsoft Store, down. Amazon, I think returned to 404 or something like that. It, and I'm like, okay, here we go. And that's when I texted you, <laughs> the internet breaks. But the Microsoft site actually came up fairly quickly. And that's the one that I concentrated on. And right when both of them went down, I'm like, Holy crap, you know, where's where's that like link? I, I know it was shared on our Facebook group, and I know there's uh there's some like Reddit posts that had all of the landing pages uh linked. So I'm like, where's that post? I need to find that post. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, I'll go to you know Best Buy, Target, or whatever. But then Microsoft came up relatively quickly. And 
it initially, as soon as it came up, it had issues putting um, the Xbox into the cart. And, you know, then I was tinkering with Amazon and then it's like, I was on the Amazon landing page that came back up, but it's like, all right, how do you buy one? And I was trying to search for series X and it came up with the one X and I'm like, not helpful at all whatsoever. And I just didn't get what was going on on the Amazon site. You know, I figured that they should have had that link updated right away but i'm sure they probably had back-end problems anyway but uh i managed to um after like a minute or two i managed to get both consoles into my cart and i began the checkout process and they're like enter your credit card information i'm like what did i do earlier you have my card i'm buying stuff all the time on on the console you know when I'm buying games and I'm like, how do you, why do I need to put in a card? So now I'm like, like running from my wallet <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> I grab, run down with my credit card, put it in there. And, uh, I did get it submitted and I, I never did get an email from them that, uh, that the order processed or, or the receipt or whatever. But when I look at the status on their site, it does show that it's confirmed. So I'm going along the lines of good enough for me, crossing my fingers. We'll see. But on the on the flip side, um, I've been trying to use, a, you know, save up a whole bunch of uh, Microsoft Rewards points. And my goal was the $100 Microsoft card. And that's like 91,000 points. And I'm like at 86,000 points right now. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, I wonder if, you know, if within the next seven weeks, if I can get it up to 91,000 and then I can get my $100 uh, Microsoft rewards points thing and apply it to it. Because when you go into the Microsoft order, it actually shows... I'm looking at it right now. You can, for each one, you can cancel the order or you can change how you pay. So Mark, this is something for you too. I would think you can change yeah. how you pay and use that other card. I I don't need to though at this point, okay. but I, I, when you mentioned that I did go check and yeah, it's an option. What mm -hmm. I want it was what I need to now is go <clears throat> in and turn off the part because it wants to use the rewards points. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to use that. I, and I didn't again, I didn't want to mess with anything yeah. on that day. It's like, no, whatever it says. <laughs> what pay with first child? Here you go. <laughs> yep. Firstborn is yours. <laughs> whatever you need. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and, I'm going to go in and turn that rewards thing off because I'm going to use those towards games, not towards the console. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said you have like 86,000 saved yeah, up? Like 85,000 or something. Yeah. So I'm like, we. 5,000 points away from 6,000 points away from the hundred dollar. I'm only, I'm it's, looking now. I'm only at like 15,000. Work it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been doing the, um, the phone app. So, you know, like you turn in your quest and everything. So I've been doing mm -hmm. that, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't do the web browser stuff through the Bing and stuff like that, yeah. which I probably should start doing, but yeah, yeah. Got a long ways to go. 
Yeah, they occasionally have some of that stuff where you get like 500 points. And there was something, I think it was on the Xbox side, where it was like 2,000 points for something. And I also got 500 points the other day because I was a member of Rewards for like 10 years. So it's been around for a while, apparently. Yeah, yeah. But I used uh, to... I used to use them a lot, though, to buy those cheap gift cards, which I probably shouldn't have because I think they were only, what, like $3 gift cards or whatever. So I'd be like, oh, sweet. I could buy something, (laughs) and I would use my points to get those little cheap cards, but I should have been saving this whole time. Yeah, the more expensive stuff is a little bit of a savings. You know, so, you know, it might be a certain amount for, like, the the 10 or $50 card or whatever it is, 25. And then, you know, you consume less points if you go for the hundred, not, not too much, but, but still it's something. You're right. So, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I did get them ordered. And the thing that is kind of uh, nice for this, if this is legit, is they estimate the delivery to be November 10th. Cause when I got my X, my one X from, the Microsoft store, what, three years ago or whenever that was, they shipped it on release day and I got it two days later. So it would be nice to get it on release day on the Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I've always gone down to Best Buy and picked it up the mm-hmm. day of. But Hey, I need to interrupt. Unfortunately, I need to take off. I've got a friend that needs uh, is an emergency and needs some needs me to do something for his kids so i gotta okay. run um i do want to just say real quick that uh i did order a new i ordered an extra controller uh just got one in the carbon black because it's got the share button and i'm hoping one comes in with the x i'm assuming <laughs> so i'll have two that match plus my elites um and then i also did i i went ahead and ordered one of the very expensive <laughs> expansion cards <laughs> Oh, well, just because these uh, games are going to get bigger, (laughs) they're going to continue to grow in size. So I figured I might as well. It's uh, pre-order time and get it now while I can. So I did get one. So I'll let you guys know how that goes when it all comes in and I'm using it. Sweet. But uh, Jonathan, sorry. Sorry, guys, that I got a bail. Um, But uh, I'll be listening to the show here when. Uh, in next month when rob posts it and <laughs> <laughs> it is the end of the month <laughs> i know it's it's Ish. really it probably will be next month um no but uh yeah thanks again i look forward to hearing uh your thoughts on the on the oculus uh quest 2 uh jonathan i don't know if you had any thoughts on it but i threw that in there for you to maybe talk about <laughs> yeah just um yeah i guess long story happen. short i don't like it <laughs> okay there you go All right. I don't like it because it, I just bought one. And <laughs> the yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. All right. See you later. All right. Later. All right. I, I think we're done with pre-orders. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Time yeah. To move on, Jonathan. All right. I, I didn't get one, so. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, the other super hot thing this week that happened in uh, Xbox land is microsoft buying zenimax that came out of nowhere didn't it yeah and at first it was very confusing because i saw the announcement and it looked like it was just some type of partnership and 
just the more I looked into it, like, because I first saw it on Twitter, it said, like, welcome. I don't, it didn't say welcome to the family. It says something weird that made it look like maybe they just did, like, a deal or something. But I started asking around. I'm like, did they buy them or what's going on? And then I saw an IGN. They said they purchased them. So I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. Oh, totally. I saw something, too, that it's going to take, like, over a year to complete or something along those lines. So, you know, oh, really? purchase purchasing. I mean, the mergers never happen immediately, right? There's a lot of stuff. Who knows if there's like antitrust or some other weird stuff that they have to go through. But it looks but, like they're uh, moving pretty fast because I just saw today that Doom Eternal is coming to Game Pass. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, because they, they teased that initially. Um there's almost like some kind of puzzle or something. And oh, right. yeah. yeah, it's like, and then you had to like do something with the colors on, on whatever they posted and it revealed some kind of message. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, and it like said doom. So I'm like, man, I hope it's doom eternal. Cause I bought the original doom way back when, and I've been holding off on doom eternal just because I'm being cheap. And I'm um, like, you know, it was on sale for like half price and I missed it. Then it went back up to like $50. I'm like, ah, I'm not paying 50 when it was 30 last week. Yeah, funny so, enough, I just had a friend that beat it today. And then I sent him the tweet saying that Doom Eternal is coming to Game Pass. And he's like, well, I just beat it. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad I held off as well. I actually didn't play the first one. I bought it on vr mm -hmm. when they made the vr version but um okay yeah just never i maybe played it for a few hours and it was cool but it just didn't hold my interest too much so i didn't complete that one and then i never played the first one so hopefully they bring the first one to game pass as well i'm surprised they went straight to eternal instead of you know bringing the first one or at least both of them out at the same time i bet the doom eternals got the buzz right because it's the more recent True. one yeah and the other or the regular doom that came out in 2016 so that guy's like four years old is that one First. is it on game pass already then or i wonder if it's already on there i don't know i don't i don't think so but uh if so if zenimax and all of their companies underneath them what is it like four or five companies i forget oh there's a lot yeah let me see what the studios are. So the studio, I'm on their homepage right now. And so that really was the slow. big shocker. Because when the news came out about Bethesda, I didn't even think about all the studios that they owned. So I was just thinking like, oh, okay, cool. They get Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and Fallout. And then I saw the banner with all the studios. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Yeah, so that's crazy. Because they're like, welcome what i think it's actually like seven or eight new studios too so so here, here's the list and i'll go through some of the titles that they have so first up uh the most popular of course is bethesda game studios makers of such titles as elder scrolls or oblivion fallout 3 fallout 4 skyrim fallout shelter right the mobile game mobile right. uh, actually it's on uh, it's on consoles too uh skyrim vr fallout 4 vr it's a couple of them and 
you know, they, they make them across all the consoles, right? You know, and, and systems. So they had, they do mobile iOS, Android, they do the VR stuff for, you know, the, uh, the, the valve systems, the PSVR. Yeah. But, which uh, is funny. Vibes. No, nobody mentioned the PlayStation VR stuff that they've done, but they were like mm-hmm. the first ones to really put a triple A game out on oh, yeah. VR. Oh, for sure. So, so that's those guys, of course. Then there's Zenimax Online Studios. So they made Elder Scrolls Online, which I did play that a little bit. Um, it was okay. Uh, um, probably like 100 plus hours into that. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Like that year that it came out, I just got mm-hmm. hooked. And um, I couldn't find anybody to play it with me. So I'm just playing like all the missions by myself and... I mean, it was still fun, but it would have been funner to play with other people just because actually there was somebody in the group that tried to um, play with me when I put it out there. But mm-hmm. he was one of those guys that um, whenever you before you go into a dungeon, he makes he likes to make sure that he has all his gear and equipment set up for that particular dungeon. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, I was sitting there for like a half hour and I'm just like, all right, dude, let's just go. <laughs> and we go into the dungeon and we die yeah. immediately. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is i'm going back to playing by myself exactly oh man that's too funny i i I know exactly what you mean yeah he meant well but yeah yeah (laughs) all right so then uh next up we got id software right that's another huge one you know they made doom of course quake oh man i used to play quake like crazy back in the day wolfenstein 3d old old school so john carmack right that did a lot of the coding for those yeah uh he's now at oculus but i think he's uh what the chief tech officer right not the cio so he's cto or something like that he's pretty high up there yeah yep so uh yeah so id is part of it uh arcane studios is another one uh they made prey and then dis- the Dishonored franchise, which I-, I love those games. Those are so awesome. Did you uh, play the second one, Dishonored? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought it when it first came out, and I still never opened it up. I don't know why. I need, Like, I bought that and that um, standalone one, but I need to definitely play both of those. It's good. It's uh, It's definitely more of the same, and you can... So in the first one, you play as, oh man, what's, you remember the guy's name? I don't, but I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I thought his name starts with a C or something like that. But anyway, so you, you play that main character in Dishonored. In Dishonored 2, you can play as him or I think his daughter. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, so you can play one of two characters, and I think you can go back and play his other one. I don't remember. And then they came out with um, Dishonored something, The Outsider. Yeah. So, which... Yeah, Death of the Outsider, Killing the Outsider, Death of the Outsider. Let me see if I can pull it up. But, so uh, did you play that one? Because I did. I started that one, but I didn't finish it because it felt like it was like an in-between one and two type mm-hmm. game so i was like maybe i'll play this one first and then jump into two yeah that one is in my uh shelf of shame for not finishing i I did start it and it was uh 
one of those things where I started a bunch of games all at the same time because there was a bunch of stuff that came out and I finished none of them. Because <laughs> I think I came out around the time that Wolfenstein came out and I got started on that one. That one kind of stayed and I hadn't finished it and a bunch of others. But it's I'm always meaning to go back. It's, yeah. Those games yeah. are awesome. Then uh, Machine Games is another one. Uh, they make the Wolfenstein games. So New Order, Old Blood, uh, the new Colossus, and uh, I believe Young Bloods as well. Yeah, Young Bloods. And I heard that there's uh, Wolfenstein 3 is going to be in the works. And unfortunately, that might be the end. I guess it's supposed to be a trilogy of the Wolfenstein. Yeah. So that might be the last one. But uh, I hope they do continue it, at least in the Youngbloods vein, um, because uh, that was a lot of fun. Hmm? Oh, I didn't really like that one. I tried playing no. that one co-op, and we just, maybe it was who I was playing with, but we just couldn't progress at all in that. Oh, really? Yeah, so I tried playing it solo as well, but I just, because I like the Wolfenstein games, but I just couldn't get into that one for some reason. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was one that... Uh... Mark and I started playing, I want to say earlier this year or late last year. And so we had a lot of fun. I mean, we were, so we were in a party, we were talking and, and, and playing. And then I know Mark towards the end, um, he was cheating on me and he was playing, <laughs> playing with randoms, uh, essentially. And I remember him saying that that was not fun like where you couldn't talk to people and they were kind of just doing goofy stuff on their own. Yeah. Because if one like, dies, then you have to restart like the whole thing. Right. Well, if one, well, so initially you kind of get knocked, right? You yeah. so you get knocked down and then the, the other player can revive them and you get like three revives. Although you can, I'll call them recharge or, you know, re, you can get additionals through these crates, but if you both die, then you do go back to a save point. So, right. So there is a little bit of a penalty for that, but, uh, so, so, okay. So that was machine games. Then we have Tango Gameworks. They made the evil within, uh, evil within two, <clears throat> In 2017, I don't know if they had anything else. So uh, Evil Within. Then there's Alpha Dog Games. They do development for Android and iOS. And I don't know what they make. Yeah, I said I never heard of those guys before. Yeah, yeah their studio site takes you to Bethesda.net. So, I don't know, maybe they developed the mobile games. Who knows? And then Roundhouse Studios. Yeah, that one also takes you to... Um, it takes you to the Bethesda site, which, again, makes me wonder. I'm like, maybe they're just one of the you know, programming houses. It says, wait, they... More than two decades of of working on a variety of games and genres, including RPGs, shooters, and action adventure games, and more. 
So who knows? Maybe they just developed some of the some of the big games or ports, like some of the yeah. systems, like the Switch, or who knows? Yeah, so, that would make sense. Or if they yeah. need um, some support or something for like DLC support. Yeah, exactly. So it yeah, it looks like eight studios altogether. And uh, Bethesda, ZeniMax, Id, Arcane, and Machine, well, and Tango. So it's like six big ones that I could see going into the game stu- Xbox Game Studios, and then the other two, Alpha Dog and Roundhouse. I'm not quite sure where they fit in. Which but- is kind of crazy. Like, I mean, it kind of all the genres that Xbox was missing. They kind of mm-hmm. have those all now. Like, I mean. If they wanted to have a Silent Hill type game, they have experience with the Evil Within, which I've played the first one, and it was pretty good. That's another one that I still need to finish, but I mean, that's right in that (laughs) vein of Silent Hill, so that could be a big one, especially if, I mean, they could buy. I know they said they weren't done buying yet, so essentially, maybe they buy, like, who makes Silent Hill? Konami? They could buy that franchise and maybe just do, like, a reboot with those guys that did the Evil Within. Sure. Oh heck yeah, yeah. I'm but, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen. You know, if they're not truly done buying, is it going to be something significant? Is it? You know, there were rumors of Sega for a while, right? Yeah, I was going to say. It seems back. like everybody keeps saying Sega. Even this year, right before Tokyo Game Show, everybody kept saying they were probably going to buy Sega. But I don't know. Sega seems to be doing pretty well right now, don't they? I mean, so Zenimax <laughs> to some degree. Well, their last couple of games kind of, they weren't really doing that well, right? Like Fallout 76 didn't do that well for them. And yeah, then, that's true. I guess like Youngbloods, I'm not sure how much they put into that. But um, yeah, I know Elder Scrolls Online seems to be still strong. There's, raw, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hype for the next Elder Scrolls game. You see what comes after Skyrim and then... Mm-hmm. That space one, I can't, what's it, Starfield, I think it's called? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one has a lot of hype, which I wonder if Xbox makes that one exclusive. Because I know they've commented on the PlayStation exclusive one saying they're going to honor those. But I wonder if that's because they plan on keeping the big guns. Because, I mean, Deathloop looked cool, but I don't think it's a system seller. Like, I could see Elder Scrolls or Starfield being something that will push units Mm-hmm. so maybe they just let sony have those two games and like yeah you guys can have these because we have bigger things up our sleeve oh yeah and i saw something where like phil spencer supposedly said something or teased maybe is another word what another way to look at it where he teased that um he saw what bethesda has in the works and he's really excited about it so i don't know if it's starfield or if it's unannounced stuff um and there was there was also uh some chatter the other day about how sony was actually looking to pick up starfield as an exclusive somehow and uh, well now we know now we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> or man, will it? Man, it's 2020, right? There's crazy stuff going on. 
Sony yeah. buys Starfield as an exclusive from Microsoft. I mean, I hope not. Just yeah. um, like if I put my fanboy hat on, it's kind of like, you know, Microsoft needs that big exclusive title just to keep people excited. Because, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, you know, PlayStation, I don't know what it is, but, you know, like during their show, they showed that God of War, it was just like a title. Like it wasn't nothing else. And people are going crazy. I saw, I have friends saying like, oh man, did you see the new God of War? And I'm like, they didn't even show anything about it. <laughs> like they were excited and acting like they actually saw the game, but you know, it's like, it was just a title, but everybody's like, yeah, I'm getting a PlayStation. They got God of War coming. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't even know if it looks any good or not. It'd be a total, you know, like a, a Mass Effect situation where it's just like yeah. a total disaster. Mm-hmm. But they have that hype around them, so it's like Microsoft kind of needs those type of titles again. I mean, I like Halo and Gears, but they don't really seem sure. to push the needle anymore or get people excited. Yeah. Or but, how about that? Uh, I, I know that they had that one one game. What was uh, here? It is uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, that was another Bethesda one, right? Yeah. Because yeah, so, that one's not out, right? No, I think that was supposed to be around the launch if it's not on the launch day, but I think yeah. that's another timed exclusive. So that's another thing, too, because, like, you know, Sony made it seem like these were exclusive, but then it came out that they were actually timed. And I think I read that for both of those games, the Tokyo Wire and Deathloop, I think it said PC was yes. going to be a six-month exclusive and then maybe a year for console. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe even since Microsoft could call the shots now, maybe they just say six months for everything. Or if if they had an agreement with, Play, with PlayStation, I wonder if they could break it now. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that would be a thing for the lawyers. But exactly. like you said, I mean, if it's going to take up to a year for this acquisition to happen, I mean, they might not have that type of power yet to break the contracts like that. And so by the time yeah. the acquisition happens, I mean, the year would be up. Well, I guess we also really don't know how long it's been in the works, too. Yeah, that's true. You know, I would imagine the talks i mean well as far as companies go at the high level the talks must have been going on for months who knows but the yeah, fact that it was kept secret for so long is impressive yeah no one saw it coming like people yeah. are i know i listened to the ign podcast with um uh what's it called the xbox one oh podcast unlocked and Ryan, he had that day off because it was his birthday, but he's like, he woke up to the news and he went to work to record the podcast because he was like, it was just, no one saw it coming at all. Like no one knew anything mm-hmm. about it. So Microsoft can keep secrets, unlike what happened with the Series S, right? Like <laughs> two weeks prior where everything got leaked. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm curious if that was actually a leak or if it was a planned leak. Because I'm like, it was just too much information that usually when it's leaked, it you know it looks a little bit suspicious. But that was just like too precise what they had on Windows oh, Central. Totally. Yeah, it's a, it was a wink, wink leak as opposed yeah. to a legitimate leak. 
Because it's funny that the Series S, the price leaked on there, but not the Series X. So I wonder if they put that out to kind of make Sony jump. Because, you know, they were both kind of playing chicken this whole time. So it's kind of like, well, we'll let the price of the S come out to see if Sony's going to actually bite on it and release theirs. And then I think they plan to release the X accordingly. But then I think the X really got leaked because I don't think they wanted to commit to that price till they saw what Sony was going to do. Because you saw today in Japan, they announced the X $30 cheaper than the PlayStation 5 for the Japan market. I wonder if that's enough. <clears throat> enough to inspire people. Yeah. Because you know, Japan, Japan's the land of PlayStation, right? PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah, they're yeah. very loyal to their company from what I can see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe if they did buy Sega, maybe that would give them a foothold into Japan because then they have a Japanese company that kind of knows the culture better and how to navigate that space. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we covered everything about the Bethesda thing. Do you, th- you think there's anything else we need to hit? Um, no, I think we're yeah. good until we find yeah. out when what's happening. Except for it makes COVID suck even more this year. Because I mean, that would have been a huge mic drop moment to have at like yeah. Gamescom or Tokyo Game Show or something like. Oh, for sure. It was back to back. You had EA Play bring about the game pass and then at the same time they could announce oh yeah we bought bethesda as well i mean that's like those are two huge moments that they kind of had stripped away from them that would have been just like you know mic drop walk off the stage you just see <laughs> the crowd goes wild big grin on his face i mean that would have been crazy so oh, i yeah. mean xbox had a lot of news like that this year that they just had those moments taken away from them yeah that that seems to be uh, commonplace in 2020. Yeah, this is for regular people. You know, the kids graduating, <laughs> all that stuff. You know, just goes by the wayside to some degree. Yeah, oh, and, we... and and one thing to add too is uh, I don't I don't think we touched on this. So since all of these studios are going to be part of xbox studios or xbox game studios that should mean that all of the bethesda id arcane machine games all all those games that those companies make should be coming to game pass right because now those are like first party titles right yeah that's i think they did confirm that so that's one of the big things they were saying like the value of game pass just quadruple just because you have all those games you know, like Starfield and the next Elder Scrolls, those are all going to be day one on Xbox and PC if you have the Game Pass. So, I mean, that's that's pretty big. So even if they keep, you know, the games on PlayStation and Xbox, it kind of gives you more incentive to get an Xbox, especially with that payment program that they have where you could buy, mm-hmm. you know, like a Series X and get Game Pass Ultimate within, I think, what was it, like 34 bucks a month or something like that? And so it's like, do I want to pay $70 per game on a PlayStation plus drop $500? Or I could just pay 30 bucks a month for the next couple of years and have like all these yeah. games day one. So, I mean, that's they're definitely making a big push for owning the Xbox over a PlayStation. Oh, heck yeah. 
Yeah, I was just looking at, uh, I pulled up Bethesda, their uh, games list. So it's 84 games. Granted, some of it is DLC, some of it is like really old stuff. Um, but 84 games across both PC and Xbox. So it's everything yeah. from like Doom, Wolfenstein, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Prey. That one just left Game Pass a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, because I had it downloaded, but I never got to start it. Yeah, <laughs> I did the same thing. I downloaded it and then uninstalled it when it left. Yeah, I've done that a few times with Game Pass. That's why it's nice that at least these will be sticking around for now on. Oh, yeah. Even though I have to say Rage 2, hopefully they fix it because I'm on the very last mission. I've been on the last mission since spring and my game is just glitched out. Like, no, it won't it won't start that last mission. I don't know if you played Rage 2 at all, but no. Yeah, there's so you have to like um, I forget what it's called at this point. I think like the ultimate plan or whatever, like you assemble this big, massive tank so you could go in and infiltrate the the last fortress there and my game just sticks there and it won't move and i've gone online and it seems like this is a problem on pc and the xbox because a lot of people have been like you know it's been out for a year and we still don't have any patches and bethesda mm -hmm. has been kind of ignoring everybody so i don't know if it's because it didn't sell well or what but yeah i still have it installed on my xbox because it's been driving me crazy like every couple of months i'll go back and see if they totally, patched yeah. it just because it's like I want to complete that game and get the trophy for it. And it's like the last mission is right there and I just yep. can't get it activated. <laughs> so yeah, it's driving it's, me nuts. It's like a big tease. Well Yeah. Ho hopefully they will address it at some point so you can put it behind you. Yeah. And then yeah. I mean, hopefully they keep that franchise going because I like that game a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. I know it's your typical open world, like almost Ubisoft-ish type game, but I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember the first one. I played that one a little bit. Oh wow, they, oh they have some of the, uh, some of the old it games, in their library. Like, uh, so they have Doom sixty four Hexen. Did you ever play that? Way back when on PC, Hexen mm. and Heretic. Hexen two. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. No, I played that one. Fun. That was on 360, right? Uh, which return? Yeah, Return to Wolfenstein. Um, they just show this as PC. Because there was the, we'll call it the, the original <clears throat> Wolfenstein reboot, which is not like the current one. Right. Yeah, where it's like zombies or something like that coming up from the Nazi bases or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I swear I thought I played this on the 360. Yeah, there might be a 360 version. They just don't list it. Yeah, might have been one of those. Um, you know how sometimes they pull a title off whenever it gets too old. Maybe it's that yeah. situation. When they think nobody cares about it anymore, maybe they lost some kind of goofy license or something. Right, right. Like, I remember, I forgot what game it was, but I remember there was a title 
that actually got pulled from the store because the developer lost the music rights for some of the music that was in it. So they had to pull the whole game because of that. You know. Yeah, I think that's happened a few times, right? Yeah, it's like so you never know what the reason is why something gets pulled. <laughs> or even like I remember I had um <clears throat> excuse me, the Ninja Turtle game when mm -hmm. it came to Xbox Arcade, like the original one, the four player yeah. co-op. And they ended up pulling that offline. Like you could still download it, but you couldn't buy it anymore because it was right. some type of Konami license with whoever owned the Turtles title at the time. But a bunch of those games, I think, because I think I wanted to get The Simpsons too, but I think that ended up getting pulled, the original Simpsons arcade game. So, yeah, that licensing stuff could get kind of funky. Oh, yeah. So it's all about people that don't necessarily care about the games. They just care about the money. Yeah, yeah, at the end of yeah. the day. But yeah. interesting enough, I'm looking at Deathloop from the Bethesda site, and this is next-gen shooter game coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. So they have PC listed for this and Tokyo Wire. Hmm. Because Deathloop, I, I thought was coming to Xbox. I, I don't know why it's not listed on there. So they it came out later that it's a timed exclusive for PlayStation. Oh. So, yeah, they don't know. Like, no one knows the details. They think maybe a year, but who knows? Okay. But, yeah, exciting times. We'll see. Oh, heck yeah. So moving on to the Xbox itself, there was uh, an interesting post yesterday from Ars Technica where they said that they are in possession of a actual working series x now a lot of folks got shipped what just the shell right for a while back right. so they could kind of look at it so i i think they did both the s and the x yeah and they could do like a, what unboxings or whatever and kind of build some hype with their followers because they showed it off on the various uh sites and all but uh, so Ars Technica got what they called a non-final Series X uh, so they could begin testing it. So that's pretty cool. So you know that some of these are uh, out in the wild now because I imagine if Ars Technica got it, that means other places got it. Like I'm sure Digital Foundry and uh, some of the other folks. But I, I was sad to report that uh, this Xbox Life is not on the list to get <laughs> The fun stuff. <laughs> so uh we we can't comment. We just have to drool and, and watch all these other people have fun and disclose whatever they're gonna disclose. Although I, I bet that there's some kind of uh embargo on the information, I'm guessing, because ours technico didn't really uh say a whole lot um other than a, a couple of little things. The most shocking to me. And this is the first I've heard of this. It, it has, uh, in re it's in relation to that one terabyte drive that's in it with that super mega fast disk technology that they have. Well, I guess it's really not a disk. Right. right? It's a flash. So I, I shouldn't say disk. I should just say expansion card. But yeah. um, so what they said about that, let me see if I can find this. Um, it was an update that they made to their post about this today. 
and they said, you know, they talked about how it's what two hundred twenty dollars, right, for the for the new Seagate module that you can get as an add-on, right? So you can effectively double your storage when you have one of these in because the X has one terabyte built into it. The S, I believe, is five twelve gig, so it's half that. And then by getting this module, you know, you can have two terabytes or one and a half terabyte in the S. And I was always under the impression that you could use, you know, traditional spinning disks, right? You just be three or three point one uh, on the X or the S to store your games. So I was in the mindset of like, man, I, I don't want to spend, you know, 200 plus bucks on this thing. I'll just leverage the one terabyte that's built in and then I'll just throw everything else on, you know, the external drives that I've got now on my consoles. I've got one on my S and one in my X. Right. So what they were saying though, um, here, I'll, I'll read what they basically posted on here. It says, Microsoft has previously convert, confirmed that external drives connected via, via USB type A 3.1 connections will be compatible with both Xbox series models. These will only boot previous generation software. Series gen games can be stored on older external drives, but they won't boot until moved back to the systems nvme drives i hadn't heard that before and i I was like shocked i'm like what because i I was under i thought that was always the case because they were saying that the usb3 wasn't fast enough to take um advantage of that new technology with the new ssds right but i had just assumed and maybe this is my error but i had just assumed that yeah you could run it off the old drives it would just be slower it would be like you know, the current, you know, it would be like the one X or one S experience, but it looks like from what these guys are saying, you know, you, you can't do it that way. It's like the new experience or nothing. Right. And well, it's further go to say Microsoft has not yet publicly confirmed how classic games loaded on older drives will compare to the same games loaded on NVMe 4.0 drives. But at the very least, Microsoft has assured fans that their older Xbox One add-on drives are compatible and will leave precious space open on the built-in drive. So to me, that means you just got to shuffle stuff around more. Right. Right? So Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I can see where they're going with that because I think the next-gen games are kind of being built with that new hardware in mind. And so if you had built it with like the USB slower hard drive or hard drive in mind, then I think that would just take more resources out of your game. And I think they're trying to move away from that. So I think like, you know how they're doing like mid-system consoles with this generation? I bet you by the time we get to like a mid-season console, whatever you want to call it, like the X2 or whatever, I bet you those won't even have USB 3 in there. I think it's just for like transitional points right now. I think we'll get to the point to where they're just going to pull an Apple and just say like, hey, it's just going to be the new SSD drives that are in here. Or maybe even 
get rid of those ports and also get rid of the disk drive in there, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That Blu-ray Blu drive. Because they, um, yeah, I think the only reason they put the drive in there to begin with was because they took so much crap last time with the Xbox One trying to do the digital thing that I think they just kind of, you know, wanted to have a safe bet in there this time. But I could, I mean, I could see a lot of people already start doing digital. So by the time we hit, you know, that next mid-level marker, I don't think that many people are going to be doing disc at all. Yeah. Or they're positioning it so that the folks that still do retail discs, and, you know, there there are people that do that. I, I know kids like to get the discs for holidays. And not all games are available in the store, like in an actual store as a digital right. game, right? Where it's a code in a in a in the clamshell or whatever or the case or whatever you want to call it. Right. So, you know, there there is that, but and I, I would just love to spend fifty bucks less and just get a digital version. Cause like on uh I've got this Series X like right by my foot right now. I don't even know if the disk drive works in there. If the <laughs> if the optical disc works in there, because it's never had any optical disc in there. So I've only yeah. had like three, three games, two, three games that came on disc in the yeah. last seven years. I don't think I've bought any disc since the launch of the one. I've been like all digital mm -hmm. since then. I mean, the only thing I bought was, uh, what are those Blu-rays called? Like the super 4K Blu-rays or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Ultra Blu-rays. But I bought, yeah. um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. So it was in the Aliens movie series. What was the last one mm. called? I can't think of the name, but I saw it at Target on like Ultra mm. Blu-ray. And I was like, well, I have a One X and I kind of want to see what Ultra Blu-ray looks like. So I just splurged it and I bought it. But that was like the only disc I bought. And it was just to watch a Blu-ray movie just to see what the quality looks like with HDR and everything. But mm -hmm. game-wise, I mean, I've been pretty much all digital this generation. Especially yeah. with Game Pass. I mean, like, since I've gotten Game Pass last year, I don't even think I've really purchased the game. I've been just playing everything on Game Pass. Oh, sure. There's so much good stuff on there. Yeah, a lot of hidden yeah. gems, too, especially... Like my daughter, she'll see something on there. We'll play it together. Like Untitled Goose Game was a lot of fun. I mean, they just oh, released yeah. the co-op version. So we're going to try to go through and play that again together because before we just kind of passed the controller back and forth. But there's a lot of gems in there like that that I would have never bought. So the oh, value yeah. and just that type of stuff in itself has been a lot of fun. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, between that and then the games with gold. You know, I, you know speaking of games with gold, I hope that they continue that still, you know, because do, do you think they're trying to phase that out? Because the last couple of months have been kind of dry, yeah, I guess you weak. could say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I grab them just to grab them, but I honestly, I haven't touched any of them. Yeah. It's, I could see them basically saying, Hey, we're retiring it. You know, game pass ultimate is the best value. Well, you know, that's where a ton, there's a ton of good games and we're kind of getting like meh games, but, but still, you know, there's going to be folks out there that don't have game pass 
that don't do Game Pass Ultimate. You know, either one. They just have Xbox Live, so you know they could just keep it for those people. Oh, did, did, did they announce that they're getting doing away with Xbox Live? I thought I saw like they were just kind of wrapping everything into Game Pass. Like that's going to be like your yeah. live and your gaming services all wrapped into one thing. So there was a little bit of uh, chatter a while back that something might happen with Xbox Live, like it might go free, might change or something like that, because they got rid of the one-year cards. Yeah. Yep. And and we still don't know what's up with that. Um, they posted something a couple weeks ago saying that like it wasn't going to go away or something along those lines, but... I was basically thinking, well, you're not saying that it's not changing. You're just saying that it's not going away. Okay, so what's going to happen? So, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and I was going to say, I think the one-year cards also were creating some confusion with folks that had the Game Pass Ultimate because they don't... Like if you have Game Pass Ultimate and you buy the live one-year cards, they're not one for one. Yeah, that's what happened with me. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Because remember last year during E3, I don't know if it was a glitch or intentional, but you could get Game Pass for $1 yep. and it just extended to the amount of whatever Xbox Live you had. Yeah. So when they made that- that was one for one, right? Yeah, then. that was yeah. one for one. So what I did was I went on Amazon and they had the the one year pass on sale. So I bought a couple of cards and I think it only let me use up to maybe three years. Yeah, and so, good. yeah, I did three years and then I did the game pass. So I got game pass for a dollar for three years. And so I had extra cards. And then this year I was like, oh, yeah, I had those extra cards. I wonder if it will extend my game pass. And when I put the code in, it basically said that, um, yeah, we're not, you know, you can't use your Xbox Live game pass or game card anymore, but we can offer you three months of Game Pass for this one year of Xbox Live. So yeah. after trying it several times, I just gave up. I was like, I guess this is what it is moving forward. So I just yeah. opted to exchange those cards for three months of Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, we're kind of stuck with that now. Although I know around what Black Friday last year, and I think around Christmas, there were some deals. Um, I remember Amazon in particular, and maybe the other one was Newegg, or it was or CD Keys. And anyway, I, Amazon for sure. They had one year of Game Pass. I want to say Ultimate or regular. Maybe it was regular at that time, and it was like seventy dollars. So there were some discounts even like on a full year of game pass. So I try whenever I see any kind of stuff like that, I try to pre-buy. So I'm good like down the road. In fact, right. I just saw, I just saw my uh, expiration date of game pass and it was like two years from now. So it's yeah, like, I, I, I know I'm covered. Yeah. For at least for a little while or we're also covered if they do a price increase. Who knows? Which I think is coming, especially after yeah. buying Bethesda. I could definitely see them 
raising the what well, they said on the PC side they're raising the price, right? I think by five bucks as it is. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I could see maybe a year out because they don't want to do it now because the new systems are coming out, so they're not going to raise prices now. But I could see maybe in like a year or two those prices going up, even if it's only by like five bucks. Yeah. But even if it does go up a little bit, you know, I'm not trying to justify it for Microsoft, but you know, compared to the value of what you get in Game Pass, with I know it was like close to 200 titles before. Yeah. And now with like the Bethesda stuff or the Zenimax stuff, it's gonna probably grow. I would assume it's gonna grow over 200 titles. Uh, yeah, definitely. Everything. Especially and, if they start buying more studios too. Mm-hmm. Oh heck yeah, that, that's a very good point. But you know, it's like, all right, let's say it's twenty bucks a month. You know, how much does it cost if we go to the movies <laughs> with the family? It's like, yeah, seriously. Or oh, even if man. You buy a game. So say like, there's a game that comes out. Like if you're going to buy Elder Scrolls and it's sixty, seventy bucks, it's like, you know, that's a couple of months of Game Pass that you could just buy and you would have it anyway. Plus all these other games on top of it. So. Hmm. And they're putting, like, uh, they or they even said when they released the, the news that, uh, like, the new titles were going to be day one in Game Pass, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're officially Xbox Studios. So any yeah. Xbox Studio game is day one. So which when is been crazy because this kind of reminds me because I used to have Sega Channel when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, this reminds me of Sega Channel, which I'm surprised nobody tried to replicate that. Like, this is the first time I've really seen anybody try to replicate it because the Sega Channel was great. Like, it was only 50 games a month and they cycled. But I remember just, like, waking up on the first of the month just to see what games got cycled in there. And I know we used, I don't know if you had a Farmore where you grew up, but there was, like, a no. store called Farmore, and that's where you rent your games but once we got sega channel it's like we stopped renting games just because you had 50 games a month at your disposal and it's starting to get to that point again where it's like i'm not buying games because i have over 200 games already at my disposal so there's no way i could play through all those games so i always have like uh well like with my board games i have my shelf of shame you know the the games that I've had for a while that are still shrinked, I haven't even opened them. And it's yeah. like, I have the same thing with the video games. So it's like the games that I've started, the games that I've downloaded and never went anywhere with them. You know, can we consider Game Pass or Shelf of Shame in some way? <laughs> because it's all the games that are there. And, you know, we've tried maybe like a small percentage of them. Yeah, it's overwhelming because, like you said, like I downloaded like Metro Exodus because that's a game I actually wanted to buy, and then it came yeah. to Game Pass, so I downloaded it and never got to it. And then I got the notification on my phone like, "Hey, this game is leaving soon," and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> it's like yeah. I've had this game on my Xbox for three months and didn't even get a chance to even start it mm-hmm. up. So that's that's so funny you say that because I did the same thing. You know, I was drooling over that game and I was really excited about it. And it went in there. I loaded it on my computer and I had it on the Xbox as well. And I played neither one. Didn't even start up either one. In fact, I just uninstalled it on my computer a while back. Man, well, if it comes back, 
Mm-hmm. I did want to play that one. So I like the first two Metro games. So hopefully that one comes back at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Um, I, I, they talked about a bunch more stuff on that uh, ours article, but that I thought that the stuff about the disk drive itself was uh, surprising. At least it was to me. So uh, we kind of know what, what we're in for, I guess, with, uh, with that disk drive. It's going to be shuffling. Oh, I remember. I was, there was one more thing I was going to add while, uh, while we were talking. It's like you, you, you made a good point there about you know, the, the experience um, with the new technology versus old and maybe causing load or something like that. And it's like, what about the people that necessarily don't know um, I won't say like what they're doing, but you know, if they load the new games on the slow disc or the the older technology drives, and now they're getting a subpar experience, they're gonna be complaining. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it just it's totally their fault, right? Because of where they chose as their default uh storage location. Like, you know, I think about it now, it's like on my one X, I automatically load everything on, I think it's a four terabyte drive that I have attached to it. So that's my default. I don't want it on the internal drive. And, you know, if people do that automatically and they don't know, they're going to be like, well, this is no faster than the old system. You know, they're, they're saying it's going to be 10 times faster. You can do this instant resume. I can't do any of that. And you know, once that stuff gets out on the internet, it doesn't matter who caused the problem. <laughs> Perception yeah, exactly. is true. Yeah. I can see that happening. Just like what, I don't know if you saw some of the complaints about flight simulator, but no. some people are like, man, flight simulator sucks. There's not even any type of obstacles or anything in the game. And it's like, it's, what? Like, <laughs> it's like, it's simulate flight simulator, not flight arcade or whatever. Right. <laughs> That's the well, thing. Actually, people there, there is, there is a one obstacle. It's called the ground, <laughs> right? It's everywhere. Right. But that's the thing. It's like they came out several times and said, like, you know, everybody could grab this, but this is, a, you know, flight simulator. It's a simulator. That's what it is. This isn't a game. It's, you know, like you're flying a real plane, and some people still yeah. came out and complained, like, I downloaded this game and you don't even do anything. And <laughs> I'm just like, wow, you know? Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's like real life, like you said, where, you know, you get up, you take off from the airport and you just sit there <laughs> waiting until you get to the next airport, right? Yeah. It's like, let the time go by. Man, it that reminds me of when, I don't know if it was on the Amiga or the Commodore 64, like way back when. I don't think it was on the PC because I was, I was younger. But anyway, I don't, I'm, it was either... The Amiga or the Commodore 64, there was a flight simulator version for it, whichever one it was. And I remember taking off from Meg's Field in Chicago because that was like the default for the game. This yeah. little tiny airport right off of downtown Chicago. And then I had my Atlas, my Rand McNally Atlas next to me. And I went and I flew to like New York in this little Cessna and it took like hours and, you know, I was just trying to like 
map on the atlas like where i was at that particular time you know, like following the highways and it's just like ground and then you see like this little like ra vector raster whatever line i don't remember what they're called you see this line going off in the distance and it's like all right this is highway 90 or 94 or whatever it was or 80 and it's the you know coast to coast highway i'm following it and uh and it was, it was pretty cool so uh i actually uh i actually queued up uh flight simulator the other day to do its what 100 meg down or 100 gig download yeah so i still haven't tried it yeah. i haven't loaded on my computer but i haven't had a chance to to try it out yet yeah yeah neither have i i just queued it up to download the rest <laughs> yeah and, i mean it seems interesting yeah. it's one of those things i waited hours to download then i'll probably try it for 10 minutes i'm like all right that was cool <laughs> yep <laughs> it's like all right i'll go play uh roblox with my with my daughter <laughs> yeah seriously yeah oh good but, stuff yeah the original flight simulator I played, I used to have a Tandy 1000. And I, oh, I yeah, yeah. Must have been seven or eight years old. And I remember my uncle brought over a flight simulator and it had this massive, like, novel, like this huge binder. And I was like, what, what the heck is this? And he's like, oh, yeah, you got, you know, it's pretty much just like flying a real plane. So here's the manual for it and your 20 floppy disk. <laughs> and it, yep. the, the screen was literally just a black and white screen like it had all the dots and everything and i remember trying to take off and crash it immediately and it's like all right that was fun that for playing this again yep now the good old days when you actually yeah. used to get a manual with a game yeah yeah i remember yeah. plenty of days playing king's quest and you actually had to type in the command for what you wanted to do. Like you walk oh, yeah. over to a door, you have to type in open door. <laughs> and sometimes yep. the command wouldn't be what you would think it would be. And yeah, those are crazy days. Yep. The, un the unexpected uh, results with some of those things. Or you type yeah. open door and it's like, don't understand what you're saying. How do you, <laughs> how do you yeah, not understand the parsers are messed mean. up? <laughs> it's like sometimes you have to actually type in like turn door handle or something instead yeah you know, like oh really yeah good stuff oh that brings me back to the infocom games well, which the ones zorks, the zorks and all of those and one one cool thing about zork actually um so for work we use webex teams a lot which is like the cisco um I am chat platform. Somebody actually created a bot uh, for Zork. So you can actually um, invite the bot that they created and it creates a space for you to talk in, like a room or a channel, whatever you want to call it, in competing platforms. And uh, it starts off Zork. Just, I, I think it says like you're in front of a house there's a mailbox or something like that because zork was all text-based right that was yeah, my it was purely yeah. text yeah you had to use your imagination there's no no visuals for you to go off of and expand upon yeah i remember those but uh 
Yeah, I, I actually, so I was just intrigued by that Zork thing and I loaded it and it was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted maybe a minute. Yeah, I say it definitely wouldn't hold anybody's interest nowadays. Oh, no. I, I sometimes wondered about, uh, like, my son, like, how he would, he's 12 now. And I'm like, how would he react to, you know, something like this? You know, when they're used to playing Fortnite and who knows what else, right? But Trasha and my daughter, Carmen San Diego, because they actually came out with the, the Netflix special or the Netflix cartoon for Carmen San Diego. So I was like, oh, yeah, we used to play that in computer lab when I was a kid. And she's like, oh, it was out back then. I was like, yeah, it used to be on, uh, what was it, Apple II Mac computers or something. Mm -hmm. I forget what they were called back in the day, but I showed her it online and she's like, yeah, I think I'll just watch the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause she's real into the show and I was like, Oh, maybe she will like the game, but yeah, she wasn't into it at all. Yeah. Actually, I just pulled up the Zork space in my, in my client West of house. You are standing in an open field West of a house with a board faced board faced. Well, boarded front door. There's a small mailbox here. Then I typed open mailbox. Opening the small bit mailbox reveals a leaflet. Read leaflet. <laughs> Welcome to Zork. And that's as far as I got. Looks like one minute. Yeah. I mean, it's still kind of cool, but yeah. Oh, yeah. That you can play those like on a phone and as a bot and like in a browser, probably. And yeah. Legit, I mean, they were legit games that you paid like what? 30 20 40 bucks for back in the day yeah i think around 20 was like high for games back mm -hmm. in the 80s so i said i came out real early 80s mm -hmm. or i guess another thing going down nostalgia road over here do you remember those uh choose your own adventure books oh yeah i used to love those as a kid oh same here i i remember going to what was it like walden books and b dalton's bookstores yeah. that are long gone and uh you know just looking at the latest ones that came out and that just came out and begging my parents to get the latest ones and i had a pretty decent collection and it turns out they got revived um i think it's uh so chooseyouradventure.com or something along those lines um they're reprinting all of those books and actually updating them <clears throat> You know, because when, so they're targeted for kids, right? Right. And when you have something like nowadays in 2020, you know, when you have like, um, you know, you go to a phone and you hear the dial tone. It's like, well, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> the dial tone is like gone. Right. And, and so they've updated them and include, and, you know, it includes some things like the internet is in them now and they've just changed them where they make sense, but they are available and you can actually, um, you know, buy the reprints of them and, uh, actually got some for my son. Did you have to order them online or can you get yeah. them from Barnes and Noble? No. Well, I don't know if you can get them in traditional stores, but you can definitely get them from the publisher. 
Okay. Yeah, I have to look into that because I think they're graphic too, right? Like how they uh, were. Well, I, yeah, they, they have the occasional picture, but they're yeah, not might, fully graphic, yeah. Oh, because I say my daughter's running to graphic novels now. So, like, she's a, um, she likes drawing and everything. Mm-hmm. So, if they had Choose Your Own Adventures again like that, I think that would be something that she would be into. Because she likes to read, but she also likes seeing, like, the portraits and stuff as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of thought that. Go ahead. Uh, I say I kind of thought that Choose Your Own Adventure kind of got revived through, like, the Telltale games. But just in like a video game form, yeah, that's they did. Kind of what those yeah. kind of reminded me of, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. It's very, very similar. Or that, uh, or that new game from the. Oh was yeah, it, I, um, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. Mark was playing it. He's talking about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm I heard sure that I tried episode. It too. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't try that one yet. It's um. Because it's by the Life is Strange people, right? Yes. I was trying to think of the other title that they made. Yeah, it's same people. And then the Captain something with the little Captain boy. Captain Spirit. Yeah. Tell me why. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So that's an Xbox Studio game then? Um, I don't remember. but there, But it's in Game Pass. The new one is. Yeah, I want to say, I thought it was, uh, um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It says Publisher Xbox Game Studios. So I wonder why that's not being touted as like an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Which, it's one of those games, they probably should have waited for the 1X to come out. Even if the graphics aren't going to be 1X quality, I feel like some of these games that they came out with recently like Battletoads and tell me why it's like, you could have just waited a couple of months just so you could at least say like, Hey, we got some exclusives day one coming to the series X and this. Mm-hmm. Especially cause it seemed like a lot of people like tell me why. So I felt like that would have probably really been, yeah. you know, something that would have probably got even more traction on a new console. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I was just looking here. It's, the the publisher for these games is cyoa.com so choose your own adventure just the initials <laughs> uh dot com yeah i'll have to look into and, that and they're all numbered i remember that it was like book 1 book 2 so it triggers the collector in you not to get too off track, do you do you watch Family Guy at all? Because he did, oh, they yeah. did like mm-hmm. an episode where Peter was reading one of those Choose Your Own Adventure books, and he selected the wrong one, and he's like, "Oh, oh I'm going back, I'm going back." You saw it, Lewis. I didn't really look at it because <laughs> <So>, <laughs> he wanted to trick, he wanted to pick the other option because the one he picked was bad. Yeah. So he's like, "I only looked at it for two seconds. It doesn't count." <laughs> yeah. I I remember, like when I would choose, like. uh you know, Air B, and I'd go to that page. I would always keep my finger in where I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same here. I have to go back. But you picked that wrong route. Of, get the bad ending. Yeah. And they also have like uh, kids' game, not kids' games, like uh, books for like younger kids and a uh, bunch of others. So, yeah, if, if that interests you, you know, definitely check it out. Anyway, but yeah. we, we got on another tangent here. 
<laughs> talking about Zork and choose your own adventure. But then again, I look at it, I'm like, didn't I bring all those up myself? Yes. Anyway, um, so uh, oh, the other thing is, uh, actually, we were just talking about this briefly right before the show. The new Microsoft Store is now available to everyone. So it was available to everyone uh, starting today. So uh, you might have a pending update to the store if it hasn't updated recently. Because I imagine this is probably just going to be uh, a store update and not like a full console update. Because technically it's an app, right? So it's not an interface update? Like the interface at the beginning still the same and everything? Yeah. It's just when you go oh, okay. in the store, then it looks different. And... I think it's a lot cleaner. Um, my only gripe, and this is probably just because I'm not used to it. I'm so used to the old store. I felt like I liked one aspect of the old store where it showed you kind of like, not everything, but it showed you more on the screen because I like to scan. Right. right. I, I like to have like small icons for like my games and I like to have a lot of them on the screen. I never like large icons in anything in windows or the large uh, icons in the Xbox right. display for the games. And I just feel like if you're trying to scan like for new titles, it's like you need to scroll more. And when you go into it, I, I think you might see what I mean. But uh, overall, it's it is an improved experience. It's much nicer. It's much flashier. It's a little animated. The way that they did like the the trailers and stuff like that makes a lot more sense. It's a lot better. Like the thing that drove me nuts about the old store and the most recent actually, it's the most recent version of the old store was you know how like you go into a game, like let's say you go into Doom Eternal. And then it would like put you in there and then it would have that trailer that would like start playing. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And then stupid me, I would always hit like back and it would like back me out. I'm like, no, I, I don't want the trailer to play. That's why, <laughs> that's why I hit back. And it's like, what? I think you're supposed to hit down or something. Yeah. Good down. Yeah. Uh I'd always have the opposite experience, like because I click on it, and then it's kind of like I want to watch the trailer, and mm -hmm. so we'll play it for a couple of seconds. Then all this stuff would just start popping up on the screen. Yep, you <laughs> start covering the trailer, yeah. and it's like, no, no, I want to watch the trailer, and I click a button, and then they would like pause it or would try to buy it or something. Just like, what is going on? Oh yeah, well they've improved all that, so nice, it's a lot nicer. And yeah, I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are uh, when you take that update. It's, so uh, with that update, did they update the Game Pass the way that's laid out too? Or is it just like strictly the store? Because um, the Game Pass kind of looked like the store, right? Like how you had all your, your boxes up there and everything. Yeah, it did. Um, actually, that's a good question because uh, now that you mention it, I really don't remember. Oh, I was going to, I just fired up my Xbox. And it's sitting on a let's update screen. Now there's like, there goes half an hour. So How large annoying. is the update? 600 meg. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah. 
Well, it always sits like forever at verifying. That's what's annoying. It's like I have this thing set to automatically update and keep the OS updated. And it's like, well, if you're going to do that, don't just start it and then wait for me to kick it off. Actually do it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have mine on energy saving mode. So it automatically just boots everything down just because when I would yeah. send stuff for it to auto update, it never seemed like it did it anyway. And this is probably just from the old, um, the Xbox one, the original one, whenever I leave it on and have it just so it will automatically do the updates, it seemed like that the OS would get like extremely sluggish and I'd have yeah. to do a hard reboot anyway. So oh, I wow. guess it okay. just carried over to that, like my mentality of it. So it's just like, I do a complete shutdown and, just deal with the updates when I turn the Xbox on. Cause it didn't seem like it really updated anyway. So I'm like, why, mm -hmm. you know, leave it in the standby mode if it's not going to update. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I guess not coming to China mm -hmm. until later in the month. Well, it's only a couple days, I guess, but, uh, it should be available to everybody else. And they say, uh, here's some of the changes up to two times faster than the old store. And that, that is legit. It's a lot quicker, a lot more responsive, uh, updated animations, topography, iconography, rounded corners. And, uh, and it is a much different layout. Um, and I've had it for some time in, uh, in the insider program couple weeks i haven't used it a whole lot but uh it, it is it, it does have a much better feel to it so you still do the insider program because i um i mm -hmm. opted out of that a while ago because it seemed like it was messing up my os and it was just making yeah. it slow it's been much better i mean i remember when it first started and i mean it was kind of roll the dice what was going to happen right and I remember one time uh, it hosed my one X and I had to do a factory reset on it. Uh, there were times where certain games wouldn't run, things wouldn't launch and it was an all around bad experience and they must be doing a lot better or making less risky changes. And I'm even on the riskiest of rings. So I'm on this, I think skip ahead is what oh, it's really? called. Yeah. So that is like you get you you are bleeding edge. You're getting the newest of features, and who knows what's going to happen. The most annoying thing about Skip Ahead is actually the frequency of the updates. They happen a lot. No, like especially. What? No, I'm saying go ahead. I was going to say, like lately, it seems like a couple times a week they do updates. I was going to say, might, is there any type of incentives? for being in that program like do they give you any extra points or anything or is it just kind of you're just in it and helping out well you do get some stuff in advance like for example uh one game that we've been playing mark and i've been playing is deep rock galactic and if you haven't yeah. tried that one you should try it i give it a double thumbs up and oh uh, really oh yeah it's it's a lot of fun and, is it still uh, in preview or no? Because I remember I tried it when it first came out. I think it was in preview, but I just mm -hmm. didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, it's released uh, in the 1.0 version. So it left preview 
want to say back in May, sometime around there. So it is fully released. The developers are, uh, they're pretty cool. They're, they're doing a lot of updates and they have a roadmap of a lot of additions to the game updates and so forth. And it is also still available for trial. So you can play for four hours, I believe, um, before you have to buy the game. And it is enough to, you know, give you a taste. And I know everybody that I've talked into buying it uh, or into trying it has bought it. So I have a hundred percent hit rate with that so far of my friends and even some coworkers. So uh, it, it is a four player game or up to four players. So uh, I know that Mark and I were talking about playing. So you're more than welcome or even any listeners are more than welcome to play with us. Yeah. I think I still have to add you on Xbox, right? I know I have Mark on mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll try it out we'll, with we'll, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll get you in there. And uh, yeah, this is for a while they were doing the whole for rock and stone. So that's what the <laughs> dwarves uh, right. shout to each other. There's a whole bunch of different uh, sayings that they have. But uh, yeah, highly recommended. And man, I, I got off on another tangent. We will never finish this episode. Which I should <laughs> check to see. Did my Xbox uh, get delivered yet? All right, here, let, let's get rolling because I think we're what, one and a half hours in already? We've got a bunch of cool. more stuff to go through. All right, uh, Family Settings app. Uh, that released on the mobile platforms it began testing back in may and you know it helps uh turn your children's smiles upside down (laughs) by imposing limits and filters and all that good stuff and uh so this stuff uh apparently is uh uh fully released now and it helps you set limits and all that good stuff on your kids uh gaming time and the best part is is it's an app that does it and you don't have to go through the interface oh, on nice. xbox so it's it's a uh, a lot easier but then it begs the question of how many apps are they going to have right because you have the xbox app well uh, so i'm going to speak from the android <clears throat> perspective because that's what i got yeah that's what i have too okay so there's the xbox app where you do your streaming now uh, so that's like your X cloud stuff. Then you have the, was it the console? No. So there's the, the game pass app Yeah. where you can like load the stuff. And then the, I think there's another one, isn't there? Like the old Xbox app, which is kind of yeah. like the console companion now. So I have two, I have the console companion one and then I have game pass, but from game pass, I can run X cloud. So you're saying there's a separate app for X cloud as well. Yeah, it's called, let me pull it up on my phone. It's called, X. I want to say it's called Xbox app. And it just released the other day. Um, or Xbox beta. That's what it is. Search for that one in the Play Store. Yeah, so I'm going to try to run <clears throat> Minecraft Dungeons from my phone to see what pops up. Because maybe it... um. Maybe it installed another app in the background or something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because in order for me to do Minecraft Dungeons through xCloud, 
and get you know the touch interface overlay kind of stuff yeah i did it through the xbox beta app the one that just released within the last week so i think that's the only game that had the the interface right With so the far yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i say there's more in the work in the works and uh i don't remember yeah. which ones were coming but it definitely so just, works good i opened it from game pass and it looks like it's running it didn't open up a separate app or anything hmm. so i wonder i wonder what the xbox beta app has then yeah maybe it's like the um just out of beta features kind of like how you're in the insider program yeah. So they have on the home screen, it has active friends, jump back in. So that's, I guess, the games that I played recently. Popular with friends, recommended from Game Pass, popular on Xbox. Then there's a social section where you have friends and chats. And it's, it's a pretty decent layout. Then you can search for people, games, and more. There's a library section. And oh, so you can do my library. Oh, wait. Um, this is the app that you need for streaming for console streaming. That's what it was. So, if you want to stream your Xbox to your phone, you need this app yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. That was it. So um, you can manage your captures and this might be also where the, where they do the, uh, you know, that new share button that's yeah. on the new controller. Maybe that's going to go through here as well. But, uh, yeah. So in my library, I've got all my captures and then I have my consoles that I had registered and I can connect to them. And I did try this and it works pretty good. So as I was controlling my one S uh, I had my One S running on my monitor, and as I was controlling it through the phone, yeah, everything was simultaneously switching on the on the screen on my monitor. And then um, you also have your avatar with your status. So, yeah, so maybe it's not uh, for playing the Minecraft Dungeon. That's through the Game Pass app, but it is for the streaming. Yeah, another another app. Yeah, it's uh, maybe it's like a lot of the stuff we talked about, where it's a nice diversion for about two minutes, and then you, (laughs) and then you go back to the way you've been doing it previously. I'd be curious to see how the streaming from the Xbox to the phone is. I remember I had it on my Surface years Mm -hmm. ago. I want to say with the original. original? Yeah, yeah, and that seemed to work pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah, it did. Now this is uh, leveled up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the family settings app. Um, then uh, I had I thought this was kind of interesting. There's a. Did you hear that? I don't think. What's that? No. I just had uh, this website. This is where Mark would yell at me about why I don't turn off sound on Chrome. <laughs> auto play uh, when you clicked on the game spot link yeah i opened up a link and then uh they started talking so yeah i 
turned it off. It happened to me too because I clicked on the link you have in the Google Docs, and yeah, they came in very loud. Yep, might be the same one. But uh, so this is a list of uh, launch games that are going to be coming out in November, and then also some other games that are going to be here pretty close. So I'll go through the list and then, uh, you know, maybe we can chime in like what we think about these games and, you know, if we're going to be interested in playing them. So you ready? Gotcha. All right. So first up, this one is a popular one. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It actually moved the release date up. I think what a couple days to match the Xbox release date. Yeah. Because think, it looks uh, like they have that, um, What's it called? Whenever they, um, like they have like all the Xbox logos and stuff. Whenever you see the trailers and everything, I can't mm-hmm. think of what it's called. But like PlayStation does it a lot. Like the branding, yeah. like a game will come out, and it has PlayStation all over it, even though it's all platform. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Xbox has the, I guess, the rights to the marketing stuff for Assassin's Creed this time around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see that. I'm surprised they didn't announce like a Assassin's Creed Series X model, you know, or at least like a controller or something. Oh yeah, there's still time. Yeah, they've true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they've been keeping stuff from us, and uh, yeah, well, actually, at this point, they're probably just trying to get the regular consoles out the door instead instead of yeah. a custom one. But they but, probably uh, would do a custom controller or something that you see. Oh yeah, it's, that that's easier to do, I would think. Yeah. So so, what do you think about the game? Is this something that you'll be playing? I don't know. I kind of fell off Assassin's Creed this generation. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've really been into it or not or not, but I kind of like the while. last. Yeah. Do you remember like the Desmond story from the last generation? from like Assassin's Creed 2, how they would go back to like the modern day stuff and they go kind of back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that modern day mm-hmm. story, like how it kind of tied all the games together because, you know, yep. it's like Desmond's memories and each game would just be like a different time period in his memories. But then they killed his character off. Like they killed the whole story arc off and now it's pretty much, like I feel like any Assassin's Creed game could just be called anything and still work at this point. Like there's nothing that really ties them all together. So mm-hmm. I just kind of, I fell off a while ago and I mean, the new yeah. one looks good, but I don't know if I would pick it up day one, maybe if it came to game pass or something, that's one thing, but yeah, I don't think it's something I would go out and purchase. Well, and, and plus, you know, with the Ubisoft games, what four weeks later, they're half price <laughs> or yeah. even less. That's the thing about this time. Yeah. Yeah. But that's around this this season in general. Like, I typically don't buy games. Like, I've learned my lesson, especially with Bethesda games. Like, I bought Wolfenstein 2, and, like, two weeks later, it was, like, 30 bucks. (laughs) It's like, wow, okay, so I won't be buying games day one, especially in, like, October, November, December. Seems like those games go on sale very quickly. Or... Like what I wind up doing with a lot of these games is I get caught up in the hype and I buy them and then I'm still stuck playing whatever I'm playing and I don't touch it. Yeah, that's happened a lot as well. And then, like we said, price drops. And it's like, well, why did I buy it that first week? Yep. 
you know, well, I, I know why. It was like, this is awesome. I have the intent to play. And no follow through. All right. So Assassin's Creed. Um, and oh, and for me, um, I got the Egypt one and really didn't play it at all. I skipped the last one and I'm probably going to hold off on this one as well. At least initially. Yeah. Anyways. All right, then we have Bright Memory. Well, I don't know too much yeah. about this one. This one is um this one's really interesting because it's like a triple A game, but it came from like one kid that just taught himself game design. And so oh, wow. um they've actually had it showcased on uh the first time I saw it was on the video stage. I forget what the conference was but they were like look at this kid he created this game by himself and you know of course nvidia was telling it up that he was using their their video cards but i mean the game just looks insane like you would have thought like like um was it crytek or something made this game but i mean it looks really good and it's one of those games that xbox showed during a third party showcase when everybody was crying at xbox didn't show any gameplay but Bright Memory actually was gameplay. And oh, it looked, yeah. I remember yeah. this game. That was like the samurai shooting guy. Yeah, yep, exactly. Video, yeah. It, it looked so insane. Was a kid? So, yep. It's a kid I, that did it? Wow. Like, I want to say probably early 20s-ish, because I, I think he might be from China. I watched the interview, and it was all yeah. subtitled. But, yeah, he was just like, he liked games and... He just locked himself in a room and learned, I think, Unreal Engine and just kind of chipped away at it. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, no traditional experiences or anything. Like, he just went in and did it himself. He had an idea and he made it happen. Mm -hmm. But That, that is yeah. impressive. I mean, especially nowadays, to make a game that looks as good as Bright Memory looks by a single person, I mean, that is just crazy impressive. Yeah. Because you know, single per single person games was common. What back in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. Not so much anymore. Say one guy made that ET game that almost killed Atari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he made that like after <laughs> afternoon or something, right? <laughs> On his lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But All right. So, hopefully. Yeah, the Yep. I'm curious about it. I don't know if it's $60 curious. Maybe like if they announce yeah. the price, if it's like 30, 40 bucks, then maybe. But yeah, I definitely yeah. want to check it out. Yeah, same here. It, and plus, uh, it'd be interesting to see what the gameplay is like if it's got a decent amount of story or, or something to keep it interesting. Because right. I remember watching the trailer and it was just like a lot of shooting. Yep. I don't know if it was purposeful or it was just shoot everything that's in the area, arena, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I don't know the, much yeah. about the game. I think it was like, I've only seen like action stuff like that so far, so I'm not sure about what mm -hmm. the story is exactly about. Okay. Well, the uh, next one then is uh, Dirt 5. I mean, this is no stranger to the gaming systems in its fifth incarnation any interest in this one nah that's a pass on me i don't really get yeah, too same. much into the driving games yeah i, I like my forza horizon because it's arcadey 
Yeah, I say bring bring back Blur if anything oh, else. Oh yes, like, make a totally. Forza Blur or something. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. Now we're talking. All Which right. I'm yeah, surprised I... they didn't come out with the arcade version. Like Horizon's cool, but you definitely need like a Mario Kart ish type game. I felt like Blur like filled that void. I mean, that it's like yeah. a fun game. So oh, if yeah. a Forza team did something like that, it would probably be insane. Do like a side project or something. Yeah, yeah, just a spinoff or something. Mm -hmm. Forza Blur, let's call it that. <laughs> All right, yeah, so Dirt 5 also a pass for me. FIFA 21, how about that? Yeah, I'm not too big into soccer. Yeah. I, from a lot of those sports games, uh, I like the gameplay of the soccer and hockey games the best. Yeah. They're the most fun because they're like nonstop action. And uh, but it's been a long time since I played the FIFAs, and I think isn't like FIFA twenty in uh, in Game Pass right now. I thought um, in there. I think it's coming because it's an EA game, so I want to oh, say it's yeah. coming as part okay. of that that merger. But yeah, I don't think yeah. it's there's no EA games in there right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then yeah, so that's gonna be a pass for me. And you said pass, right? Yeah, pass. And Fortnite. Oh, love that. I'm curious because they just released Fortnite with ray tracing for the oh, video yes. cards the other day. So mm -hmm. I wonder if it's going to have ray tracing on a Series X. I bet it is. That's yeah, probably the why they came out with it. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, because so. the new cards. So, like the 2000 series, you know, like the what 2060 2070 they've supported ray tracing for some time now yeah the new series the 3000s they support it and then the new consoles are going to support it so that's a decent install base and yeah i know with fortnite on my pc like i think one of the requirements is uh, enabling DirectX 12 and uh so you enable 12 and you have the proper console or proper uh, card and then it just works although right. I was getting crashing with DirectX 12, so I had to back up on 11 on the PC because I started playing Fortnite just on the PC exclusively because I couldn't switch back and forth. But um, what graphics card do you have? It's a 1080 Ti. And that one has limited ray tracing, I believe, right? I don't think it has any. They released that, it, but it was in like very, very limited, like up to the point where it almost didn't work. I <laughs> think. Oh, really? But okay. Yeah. If you, it's, um, it came out last year because I remember it came out after, or maybe it was a year or two ago. It, the news came out not too far after the 20 series. They're like, yeah, I think it was only the higher tier TI cards that could do it, but it was like very, very limited to the point where it didn't work for most cases. But, I mean, you could try it. Maybe it'll work. Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm I'm intrigued now. I'll I'll have to do some research on that. Maybe it's like one of those things of where you have to do some registry hack or something to enable it. Man, I'm Possibly. going off the deep end with that now. I'm excited. No but sleep you should tonight. have it. It might be enabled already because it was in one of those updates. So for your driver updates, check that out. Because I know when. I know on Fortnite, I did see the option for ray tracing, and it was grayed out. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. So, all right, uh, Gears 5. 
Series X upgraded. Yeah, I mean, you already have it with Game Pass, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so we both got that regardless. Gears Tactics. Now, that's, that's another one I downloaded on PC when it came out because I have Game Pass Ultimate, and I've yet to launch it at all. <laughs> like, yep. it's been sitting on my computer all summer. And uh, I just checked. I have it on mine, too. Never played. Man, we yeah. are like twins with our <laughs> with our craziness all right uh marvel's avengers How about that yeah. one? that one's that's out already yeah that's out now um mm-hmm. i don't know is it getting enhanced for the new systems or is it kind of just one of those backwards compatible things i don't know no idea on that one that's where it is you, under launch games because it's already out yeah, yeah. E- either way it's this is a pass for me I know yeah. Mark's been playing it, and he's loving it. Yeah, I heard the story's kind of short. I just never, um, yeah, I don't know. It's nothing I was really interested in. And uh, NBA 2K21? This probably, fall in the FIFA territory as well? I say probably not. I don't really play too many yeah. sports games. Yeah, um, I know 2K20 is on Game Pass, so it might be one of those things that I would just check out to see because I mean the sports games usually look good graphically, especially with like new console iterations. So I might like you know check it out, but I don't really get into sports games too much anymore. Yeah, same. How about uh, Observer System Redo or Redux? Yeah, so this is one I've started Observer several times because it seems like every platform on pc gave it away for free at some point like mm-hmm. i have amazon prime so you know how you get out of twitch prime games for free yep. so i have observer on there i have observer on the epic game store and i want to say i have it on another platform because usually i just grab free games on auto platforms when the notification sure. pops up but um like i maybe i got a few hours in two to three hours in on it on pc and it was pretty good. I mean, it's the type of games that I'm into. But then when I saw the trailer for, you know, the upgrade on it, I'm like, do I finish out the original? Because the upgrade looks like it's almost like a haul over and it looks really good. So I'm like, mm-hmm. do I wait and play this one? Even though I think it probably has like a $50, $60 price tag on it. Or do I just play the ones yeah. that I have already for free? But yeah, I don't know. If there's like an upgrade path or something, like if you already own it, sure. and you could just pay like 20 bucks, then I would definitely do that. Because, I mean, it does look good. Okay. Yeah, for me, mm, probably a pass. I, I don't have the time. Yeah. Then uh, RPG Time, The Legend of Right. This is the so, game that's like hand-drawn. Yeah. Did they... um? They just announced this at Tokyo Game Show today, I think, that it was coming oh, yeah. out on Xbox. But I don't really know too much about it. I think this is the game that I'm thinking of. I'm trying to look at a trailer now. Oh, no. This is... um, They said that was announced at E3 last year. Yeah. It it's, looks uh, interesting. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer now too. It is interesting enough that it, it's sparking my curiosity. 
and i like the games that are like different you know yeah outside the norm like i remember that um uh, max and the curse of the brotherhood for example it oh, yeah. came out uh it was like a launch title seven right? years ago yeah it, it came out like i think a couple weeks after launch of the original where yeah. it's like you're you're doing this platformer and then you have this marker to do things you know it's like it's like a cool twist and this one has like uh it's like a pop-up book art and like hand-drawn stuff and it's you know curious i, I like the the art style of it and it's yeah i might to have me try check, it yeah i think i might check this one out it looks pretty cool like um yeah i like studios that take chances like this so mm -hmm. it might be worth picking up just to show developers some support so they'll keep wanting to you know do these type of games Oh, yeah. Not just your typical shooters every year. Oh, yeah. And this will supposedly launch on mobile, PC, and Xbox. Oh, really? On mobile? Yeah. Huh. I wonder what the interface is going to be like, if it's going to be doable on mobile. Interesting. Yeah, I'll probably check yeah. that out, even yeah, if I only here. get the PC version or something. Depends if I get my Series X or not. Or... I'll be very interested in it. May or may not buy it, depending on how it appears. Um, yeah, because the, the video is like, what, a year and a half old now, I think? Yeah, Almost. yes. It's just E3 2019. Yeah. Right, then uh, Samurai Spirits. I know it's a board game, and I know this is... They're not talking about the board game here. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up now because I don't know this game at all. Yeah. Maybe this was the one that was announced today. I know there was a game that was announced today that's a launch game that they um, announced at Tokyo Game Show. Mm -hmm. But maybe this was it because I'm not really seeing too much about it. Yeah, very possible. Huh. And then, uh, then they also have Tetris Effect Connected. I thought I saw a trailer. Wasn't this the the one where it was like you're playing Tetris and then it's like multiple people playing and it can kind of like yeah join the play fields together and I guess uh, a new spin on Tetris. Yeah, it looked like a flashier version of that one that came out on Switch last year where it's like a Battle Royale Tetris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of looked like that, but... um. Yeah, I mean, this Tetris, I probably, unless it's on Game Pass, I probably wouldn't grab it. Yeah, same. I got all Tetris out on the original Game Boy. Yeah, I see that. That was like all I played. <laughs> the black and green version. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then uh, the Falconeer. Yeah, I saw something on this one last week. Yeah, I see, I don't know this one either. Yeah, trying to look for a, a trailer for it. Yeah, it says arcade-style air combat on a bird. Yep. Yeah, probably not then. Yeah, same here. Uh, oh, so yeah, I do remember this one. Yeah, I'm not too keen on this one. Yeah, I, I think they had this one on the game reveal that they did. Yeah, it's kind of like Star Fox. It kind of looks like, like gameplay yeah. wise. 
Mm-hmm. Instead of outer space, it's birds. Yeah. Birds. Which I'm and not really got, a big Star Fox fan either, but yeah. Then we've got Watchdogs Legion. Yeah, um, on the fence on that one. I still didn't play Watchdogs too, which I um, that was just actually free on the Epic's Game Store. So I, I was just gonna say, there. yep, yeah. <laughs> so um, I grab it. I do want to definitely play through it, but um, like I like the first Watchdog game, even though. You know, got a lot of flack in the reviews and stuff, and I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this one looks interesting. So if I play Watch Dogs two and get caught up, maybe I'll grab this one. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued on this one. Um, kind of on the fence. I'll probably pick up some other games before this one, but knowing me, at some point I'll wind up with it. It might not be right away. Might be a year away, but I have an I. I have a pretty good feeling I'll probably get it at some point. Well, granted, then, it's a Ubisoft game, and they usually yeah. go on sale around Cyber Monday ish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you don't pick it up day one, you could probably guarantee you get it twenty dollars cheaper on Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. Sure. Yeah, and then uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah, so I've been. That's the one series that I've really been into this year. Like it's been. Always a PlayStation exclusive, which I don't know. I've never owned any PlayStation. Well, no, I owned the very first PlayStation, but I never had a two, three, or four just because I don't like the PlayStation controllers more than anything. Yeah. But um, yeah, Yakuza was always that series that I always watched from afar. Like, man, I wish that was on Xbox because it just, you know, it's the Japanese mafia and that storyline was just really intriguing. And then once they brought like the whole series over to game pass. I've been just playing those games nonstop. So it seems like each month or each, every other month they released a new one. Like they started off with Yakuza zero and then they came out with Yakuza Kiwami and then Kiwami two, which I'm on right now. And so I think, I think this might be this seventh or eighth game in this series. So I might hold off on it because I've been liking the series a lot and I kind of just want to play through all of them in order because they do go through a, um, it, it is one of those games that you really don't want to jump around. I don't know if this is like a reboot or what, but so far the storylines have been kind of intertwined to where you want to play them in order. So it's probably, I'll play it, but not day one. I probably just wait until I play all of them. Okay. And for me, um, I'm going to hold off on that. It's very Japanese-ish yeah. <laughs> if you're not into it. It's open world, but the mm-hmm. humor and everything is definitely very Japanese. Like my wife was in a room and I was playing it the other day and she was just like, what in the heck are you playing? Because <laughs> it came up with this very weird scene where this guy's like begging you on the street. He's like, oh, I need a model for this shoot or whatever. And you look like a tough guy. And so it's like, okay, I agree to the photo shoot. And then the photographer, they're like, yeah, whenever he comes out, he's very eccentric. You know, don't, you know, don't do anything to make it awkward or weird or anything. So your character is like, yeah, of course, whatever. And then the photographer comes in the room in like a G string (laughs) and your your character just looks and he just turns around and walks away. (laughs) And my wife, of course, she looks up right when the guy at the G string walks in. She's like, what are you playing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, "Uh, it's 
something out of Japan, you know? Yeah. That's funny. It's Isn't it amazing how timing works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one time All something really, really weird yeah. like that happens, she just happens to be in the yeah. room. And, like, if you play this game for 30 hours, the rest of the 30 hours, it's like she pays no attention. <laughs> yeah, because that's the first time. I mean, it's been weird, but it's never been like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. All right. So there's uh, another list of titles coming around. We can just tear through this one real quick. Yep. Um, through here, there's 12 minutes. This one's kind of interesting. It's like this top-down, isometric look, perspective-y look into a room. Yeah. I think that's the one. This yep. one has me intrigued. I, I like the art style, and it, I have no idea what to make of this game. They they released um, you know, a little bit of information over the past couple of, I don't know, months. And I want to say this is, isn't it like a Groundhog Day kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like you keep playing or something. I, I vaguely remember that. But yeah, uh, this to for me this falls into that intriguing category where I just might snap it up just because it's something interesting, something different. Yeah, and I, I love, mean, I love the art. Yeah, what is this going to be a game pass game because i know this is one of those xbox exclusive games right even though i think it's a time exclusive would that bring it into game pass or no i don't know Let's see this is by anna purna interactive let's see because it's definitely i remember this from e3 lot not this year but last year when they actually had the show and this was one of those games that actually made me look at my computer because I had it on in the background, but then once I saw it, I'm like, huh, that looks different. And just as they were playing it, it just looked really interesting. So oh, I would yeah. definitely, it looks like it's probably a short game, probably like more of like a five to six hours type game. So I'm expecting it probably to come in at like $20, $30, which isn't oh, yeah. bad, but no, it's yeah. reasonable. But yeah, it's always these know. little side project type games that always end up being really good. Oh, absolutely. William Defoe does the voice in there. Yeah. I mean, hopefully James, it's a Game Pass game. Yeah. James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe. I've heard of William Defoe. I'm not sure about the others, but I'm guessing that they're famous somehow. Yeah, I'm bad uh, anyway. with actors and stuff. Yeah. Here, then, uh, here, I'll, I'll kind of tear through some of these. Uh, Call of the Sea, I think that's, isn't that a pirate game? I believe. Uh, Call I mean, it of... sounds like it would be. Yeah. Or no, no, it's, it doesn't look like it. It's <laughs> a twist on the traditional HP Lovecraft. Yeah, I don't know. That one's a priority. All right, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. That one got a lot of traction a couple weeks ago. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I don't. I haven't been into Call of Duty in a while. Yeah, Control Ultimate Edition. This one got some buzz, right? Because uh, people weren't gonna get a free upgrade. I think. With this, yeah, one. which I like. Um, I really like uh, Remedy games. Like I've loved mm -hmm. Alan Wake. I actually like that one they came out with this year with the time machine one. Um, 
man, I can't think of what it's called. Like it got slammed in the media. Like no one seemed to like it. Um, dang, what's it called? I can't think of what it was called, but uh, oh, Quantum Break. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like Quantum Break a lot. Like I was surprised. Like it did have some gaming mechanic issues, but for the most part, I thought it was a pretty solid game. So I don't know why I got the flack that it got, especially because when Control came out and I saw Control, it almost looked like it was going to be Quantum Break too. But I think Quantum Break, the name just yeah. like it got slandered so much in just like the press and stuff that I think they actually just like reskin the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Because that female, that's the main character in control. She looks a lot like the co-star in uh, quantum break. I don't know if you played quantum break at all, but yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She looks just like that other girl that's in there. So it's like, I wonder if they just kind of redid some things and reskinned it and try to make her look a little bit different, but Oh, that's I mean, a really good point. Yeah. Control almost looks like it was Quantum Break the sequel. Quantum Break 2. Yeah, which is a shame because Control comes out and everybody loves it. <laughs> and it's like, of course, that one goes multi-plat. Funny how that works. But yeah, I'd be interested. I was kind of waiting for it to come to Game Pass because remember Phil Spencer oh, said yeah. something about that so i was like yeah i won't buy it because i definitely wanted to play it but phil was like yeah it's coming to game pass in a couple of months and then it never came and then remedy was like oh no it's not i mean they were quick to kind of squash that but who knows maybe there were talks and then it fell apart yeah i think maybe phil opening his mouth probably made it fall apart because you know they're still trying to make sales on the game so you have people that are like me that saw that it was going to come to Game Pass. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy it. Oh, that's, I mean, that's got to be everybody with Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which right now is millions of people. From what 15 I million, I think. Yeah. So then uh, another Remedy game, Crossfire X. Um, yeah, I don't, mm, I don't know. I don't know too much about this one. When I first saw it, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, there's like a free-to-play shooter that's on Xbox. I can't think of what it is, but it kind of reminded me of that, which I'm kind of over these like military shooter type games at this point. Yeah, yeah they get very samey. Yeah. All right, we got uh, Dead Static Drive and Everwild. Everwild was on that reveal. I remember. Right? Yeah, it had like the four people. Yeah, so is that coming out? That looked like a game that was I thought was going to be like a year or two out because yeah. that's the one by Rare. Mm-hmm. So I didn't yeah. realize that was coming soon. Well, who knows exactly what soon means? Because <laughs> right, I just pulled it up. I don't think there's a release date for it yet. Right. It's just going to be coming after uh, after launch. Um, yeah, the, then we've got. I don't know what Dead Static yeah. is. Yeah, me either. Uh, XO1 and Immortals Phoenix Rising. At least that one's got uh, some hype on it, right? Is that, the, Immortals Phoenix Rising, it, it had a different name. Yeah, they changed the name oh. on that one. I don't remember what the heck it was. Let me see if I can look it up. And then pick something that sounds really generic. But um, 
it looks like um the Zelda game that came out on Switch a couple years ago. Yeah. Like graphically it looks just like an enhanced version of that, which um yeah, I don't know. It looks interesting, but maybe not day one interesting for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was called Gods and Monsters before. Yeah. Before the name change. I think there's a lawsuit or something, if I remember right, with that one. All right. Um, yeah, that one's coming out December 3rd. Then we have, here, I'll read out like four of them. We'll just do comments on them. So there's Lake, Last Stop, Mad Streets, and Outriders. I don't know any of these. Yeah, I don't either. And I'm clicking on auto links and <laughs> they're coming up with like nothing. So they haven't been part of the hype machine lately. Uh, moving on, we have Overcooked, All You Can Eat. Oh, you got to know that one. Yeah, I know Overcooked. Yeah. Not a not a huge fan. <laughs> Let's try playing it oh. with my daughter and it's just, oh. <laughs> yeah, I that's, made that mistake. That's where you want to do like the Homer Simpson strangling <laughs> <laughs> part why you a little <laughs> yeah it's not fun at all it causes more stress than anything screaming <laughs> wash the dishes i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh it tests people this so not just with kids but with anybody whenever you play overcooked it just tests your patience and it shows that you have none <laughs> whatsoever yeah uh, yeah some yelling yeah. i'm like just do this yeah. this and this she's like i can't then i try to do it then i can't do it either yep, and it's, yeah. It's like, yeah and they look at you see <laughs> yeah yeah all right then we got planet coaster console edition puyo puyo tetris 2 and rainbow six siege yeah i have so. puyo puyo demo on my switch still not a mm -hmm. fan of tetris and then rainbow six i never really got into yeah. And I don't know what planar coaster is. Yeah. Same here. And I know uh, I'll probably be playing uh, Rainbow Six Siege with my son, but not on Xbox. That'll be a PC experience. And we got do Recompile. You, what? I was say, do you own it already? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I know the Rainbow Six Siege is uh, supposed to be like new and improved for the new generation. And uh, some talk about like crossplay or something, so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, so recompile Sable, Scorn, and Shredders. Scorn was that like messed up looking, like HR Geiger looking game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really Thriller. interested in that one. It would, um, yeah, it's like Silent Hill on steroids type yeah. spooky. I mean, I'd definitely be interested in that one. Um, Sable, if I remember right, has like that tune shading style to it. I mean, it looked interesting. It's another, it's funny because like all these interesting games, I'm just like, oh, I hope it comes to Game Pass <laughs> so yeah. I don't have to buy it, but I still like really want to try it. Like Sable is one of those games. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to try it, but hopefully mm -hmm. it comes to Game Pass. And then um, you said, what, Shredders? I'm not really sure. Shredder. Oh, it looks like that's a snowboarding game, so probably not. Oh, yeah. 
So they yeah, but have scoring for sure. Yeah, they don't have any like info on shredders other than just snow. Oh, here we go. It's playing a little video. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember on your uh, uh, snowboard. Okay, uh, moving on. Song of Iron, the Artful Escape, and the Ascent. And these are all more obscure games. Yeah, yeah, I never heard of Sons of Iron. So I'm trying to watch the Artful Escape, but it keeps playing these commercials. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the Ascent. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know what this one is either. Yeah, the. Um... What was that one? The Artful Escape looks like it was first shown at E3 2017. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the trailer now. Um, I mean, graphically, it looks interesting, but honestly, probably not. It looks like yeah. a platformer, maybe. Yep. I mean, it has some style to it, but it doesn't look like anything I'd be into. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, third on Game Pass, I'll play it. And then we have the final grouping here, the Big Con, the Medium Tunic, tun tunic uh, Unexplored 2, and WRC 9. Yeah, so the Medium, I'm definitely interested in. That looks like a really cool game. Tunic, um... That's like the Zelda-ish, the old-school Zelda-looking game, isn't it? Kind of? Oh, yeah, with the fox. So he's yeah. um. that's another game that's made by one person. Cause I remember they had him at oh, really? E3 that one year. Yeah, so I think that's why it's taking so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you look at developer, this is Andrew. <laughs> so it's one guy making yeah. this Zelda game, but it looked really, really good. Yeah, I'm probably going to snap that one up. Hopefully I play it more than I played below because it's like scratching that same itch. Yeah, whatever happened with below, like everybody always talked about it for years and years and years and then it came out and it just seemed like it just kind of came and went. Crickets, yep. I don't even think it's on Game Pass anymore, right? Like I think it came out on Game Pass and I don't even think it's there anymore. Oh, really? I don't believe so. Yeah, it was done by what, Capybara? think was the company is that that was the xbox exclusive or no or was it like a time mm -hmm. exclusive thing i don't remember i i know it was a big deal because it was they kept showing it or they kept talking about it uh on e3 for xbox and so it might have been an exclusive and this tunic um they showed that at e3 last year I remember that because it looked like, uh, like, oh, that's really cool. I'll probably like that one. Yeah, I think the only thing somebody else worked on for that game was like music or something that guy was mm -hmm. saying, but it's pretty much just one guy that created it, but it looks insane. And that uh, the World Rally Championship game, that already released. A couple yeah, because that... I was going to say, wasn't that free on the Epic Place or whatever? Um, maybe. 
or one of the it was free on one of the platforms i thought yeah because i thought i grabbed it up somewhere but mm -hmm. yeah i'm kind of like a hoarder with games now i just kind of grab them and never <laughs> and never was, yeah, never, yeah never even install them <laughs> yeah i was looking at my epic library the other day and it's just i have fortnite installed on my computer and something else i think the hub has looked interesting when i grabbed it and like nothing else is installed there's like 100 games on there yeah i think i just installed rocket league today because it came that oh, yeah. um it's free mm -hmm. to play plus if you download it through the epic score they give you a ten dollar coupon that you mm -hmm. can use on the store so it's on hades i think that's the hot one right now so is hades ten dollars um i think it winds up being ten dollars after the coupon oh or, yeah or pretty cheap so i was trying to find something that was ten dollars that I could just spend that oh on. yeah so it could something be free cheaper. like the rest of them like the rest of the games <laughs> yeah pretty much i don't even think i have any um any like credit card or banking information attached to my epics account so yeah. i just use it for the free stuff i'm just kind of leery about putting my card information in most of those platforms because it seems like every other week my ubisoft accounts getting hacked or the origin account like i don't even use any of those accounts but i get an email be like oh you need to change your password because someone's trying to log into your origin account mm -hmm. and i'm like really i'm like i don't even use origin i think i might got something free one time so i had to you know register an installer but i'm just like really leery because it seems like a lot of these gaming platforms their stuff just constantly gets hacked oh yeah they're they've got to just be a crazy target from all the hackers from everywhere yeah so i just, I just looked yeah it looks like roller coaster tycoon 3 is free now on get, uh, epic yeah get and never play place order done that's mine yeah i think my problem too is like just with family and work like there's a lot of games that i do want to play there's just never really any time yeah oh absolutely so yeah definitely want to go through my catalog but just gotta find the time to do it but i have to kind of be choosy at this point at least until i retire and i have all the time in the world yeah and then probably when you retire that's when you'll be doing real world stuff <laughs> instead of gaming <laughs> yeah seriously yeah okay all right so yeah that, so that was our list that we went through um that was it uh initially next up there was uh, a little bit of uh buzz today because amazon announced a streaming service right called luna did you hear about that briefly yeah because i noticed people are saying it was better launched in stadia but i don't really mm -hmm. know too much about it yeah, I didn't read up a whole lot on it. Uh, all I know is that it's going to be streaming. You're going to buy the games. It's super cheap, and the controller looks like an Xbox controller. That's that what I did notice. Yeah. The summary. So it's going early. So the service is now rolling out early access by invitation in the US. And you can take advantage of a growing library of games, including Resident Evil 7, Control, and A Plague Tale. Uh, you can get up to 4K, 60 frame per second, 
uh, on certain titles currently available on PC, Mac, Fire TV, and web apps for the iPhone and iPad. So that's kind of interesting. So uh, six bucks a month, five ninety nine a month gets you um, access to the system. And um, it's early on in the service. We'll see what happens with it. I don't know. I, after, you know, I kind of thought Stadia might've been some kind of threat initially. I'm like, you know, what's going to happen with this thing? But like, I really don't know anybody that uses Stadia. Uh, One friend that swears by it. And um, really, I don't know why. Like he hit me up (laughs) kind of upset one time, like, because, you know, when you first got Stadia, I guess they gave you, like, friend codes that you could give to people that would give them access to Stadia. And um, he was just like, dude, get do you want Get a kickback or something? I, I don't know what it was because he tried giving one to me, and I'm just like, ah, no, I'm I'm good. I barely have time to play the games I have. Yeah, right. And he's just like, oh, man, I can't give this thing away. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, everybody he's head up he's asked them if they wanted like the friend pass for stadia and he's like, you'll play the games for free or whatever. And nobody wants it, which I thought was kind of funny, but wow, he's just like, yeah, it's great. I've been playing it and it's fine. But he's like anti-console though. He's one of those guys. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I took it with a grain of salt, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I like, I have these games already on game pass or on Xbox or whatever. Like I don't need to stream it. Or yeah, or some of these you have them on multiple platforms, right? You got it from the Epic Store, you got them on yeah, Xbox, yeah. and it's like, yeah, don't really need a third. And I had Stadia for like two months when they had their COVID discount. It's like sixty days free, and I tried it. It was okay, but you know, it's I, I sort of feel like you have to choose a platform. Yeah. You know, and then concentrate on that. And for me, at least that's Xbox. And that's, that's why I don't have a PlayStation too, where, you know, I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be playing games, especially if they're available on both systems, I'm not going to double dip into two ecosystems. Yeah. I mean, I've always said that there's some games that I would love to play that are on PlayStation, but I just don't like that controller for whatever reason. So if there was like a Xbox controller for the PlayStation, then that might, you know, that might entice me, but I just don't like that controller for whatever reason. No, I got you. Yeah. I thought there was some company that let you use like with their add on or something like that, where you could use controllers from other systems, but then you always run into the problem of like the buttons. Yeah. I was going to say, I did look into that before, but, it, it that controls and commands still come up as like triangle X and yeah. whatever their symbols are. Mm-hmm. It's already confusing enough trying to go from Xbox to the switch because yep. like other buttons are inverted. So I'm like, you know, it'd probably even be more confusing trying to go to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Well, okay. Um, we're moving on. We've got, uh, some mark put in let me see what that is so rocket league as a uh llama rama uh, basically it's a crossover event between fortnite and rocket league 
which just went free to play. That was was that today? Yeah, that was today. Today, okay. Yeah. So Rocket League free to play, awesome. Do you know if people that had it before did they get anything? Yeah, I was talking to a friend about that earlier because he's a big Rocket League player. In um, I was saying I think if you bought it within a certain time period, that Epic was going to give you some type of kickback or full refund or something, but. I think oh. it's only if you like bought it recently, like within the past okay. few months or something. So those of us that bought it like four or five years ago, we got nothing. Yeah, no, probably actually, not. We got five years of Rocket League goodness, right? <laughs> that, that's yeah. worth something, maybe. But I think that um, I was reading that the incentive for the $10 coupon was because of the Steam players. Like they're trying to get people to cross over from Steam to mm-hmm. the Epic Store. Since Epic sure. bought Rocket League and they're not really going to support it, I guess, on Steam after a while or whatever, like all the updates are going to be coming to the Epic store. So they're trying to entice people to do like the full merger over to the Epic store to play Rocket League. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that because cause what, what's technically their competition, right? Steam? Yeah. Maybe the gog I don't, know if, I don't know if you say that gog gog yeah <laughs> i want to say i have a gog account because i think i got the witcher free on there before but again that's one yeah. of those things i never launched like i think when i bought a 1080 ti they gave me like the witcher 3 but i had to do it through gog or is yeah. it gog or cog or what i don't know i know it's it's what good old games i think is okay the what it stands for yeah because originally it was going to be like classic games that like didn't have a DRM and stuff. And they've been, you know, adding stuff to it and it's owned by CD project red, my understanding. Oh, well that makes sense then. So, Why they made me get that account? <laughs> yeah. Get the Witcher. Yeah. So it's them, you know, spinning up their stuff. And I wonder if, uh, I wonder if the new game, um, cyberpunk is going to be available through there or something who knows yeah i would imagine so yeah so but uh yeah starting september 26th there's going to be a crossover event uh for both rocket league and Fortnite. so what is that i think saturday yeah 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 it's it's saturday would start there's going to be challenges and Rocket League people are going to get Fortnite themed items and vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I wonder if Mm -hmm. they're going to do it only on Epic or if they're going to do it on Steam as well. Like for the perks and stuff. I don't know. And then uh, these links are messed up here. There's another thing that we had. Yeah, World I think Mark Tanks. He was saying they have like Hot Wheel tanks or something. Yeah, yeah, here it is. So World of Tanks launches a Hot Wheels season. Where um and so World of Tanks. I, I tried it like years ago. And to me it was just like, you know, tank on tank battle, right? Well yeah. now they're kinda, you know, mixing it up a little bit because you know, I guess the people that wanted the tank on tank battle, you know, they 
Because to me, it's like, you know, your military folks, no, not military folks, your, your war gamers uh, are the ones that are interested in, you know, world on warships and world of warships, uh, world of tanks. <clears throat> Isn't there a, a uh, airplane combat one too? I thought there was. I wouldn't one. doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of never really got into those games. Yeah. Like I've got a buddy of mine who just loves world of warships he plays it like daily and he's been doing it for years so th- there is an appeal to it but uh yeah world of tanks is getting a hot wheel season and they say it's bringing all the fun and imagination of treasured hot wheels toys to the battlefield i i don't i don't get this <laughs> it it makes no sense to me but yeah. uh yeah they're know. just yeah, it looks like it's just uh, well, Hot Wheels skins and stuff on the on the tanks, and some crazy tanks. There's one that's got like I see a picture here. It's got an insanely long barrel, if that's what you call it. But uh, yeah, if you're a, a World of Tanks player, uh, this might be something that uh, might spice things up a little bit. Yeah, I think after the Forza Hot Wheels thing, they probably yeah. saw like a. I think that one did pretty well for them because it seems like Hot Wheels has been showing up in random things, gaming wise. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Why not? All right, uh, Tokyo Game Show. Um, this what was it? Did this happen today? Was today day one of the show? Yeah, if you want to, I want to say this show kicked off at like five in the morning or something. But yeah, it looks like September twenty third through the twenty seventh is the date on it. And oh, uh, was it that long? I didn't realize yeah. it was that long. So five days over the weekend, two maybe. And uh, I guess some of the highlights in here are. Um, so the announcements, so near replicant version, whoa, one point, blah, 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 I'm not even going to read that number is coming to the West in April, 2021 and, uh, near reincarnation gets a Western release announcement because there was what near automata was, was that the game? Yeah. Like so- that, in that franchise so that's the one that came to game pass because it was a or playstation exclusive for the longest that's when everybody was kind of drooling over it yeah and then they came to game pass but i don't know what this near replicant is if it's a prequel or a sequel or what yeah yeah i don't know much about that franchise at all yeah the replicant is going to be released on april 23rd on xbox pc via steam and ps4 and the other one don't know yet um and here's something we were talking about earlier that you mentioned the series s price got reduced in japan yeah by approximately 28 dollars us so would that make it like uh approximately like 275 our price approximately yeah. yeah yeah 
So that's probably to uh, to undercut Sony a little more and make it more attractive. Yeah, I guess they still want to try to make a play in Japan. I mean, I, I guess just gaming-wise, I understand because of all the developers and history and gaming there. But honestly, mm-hmm. I would focus on other territories just because it doesn't seem like Japan's interested. And I mean, yeah. it's a small island anyway. So, I mean, like China a lot of people. opened up last year or the year before. So it's like I would aim towards China, if anything. Yeah, there's probably more returns available yeah. there. Who knows? Um, the other thing about Japan is uh, Flight Sim got an add-on for they call the Japan World Update. So I guess maybe more points of interest around yeah. Japan. From the thumbnail, it looks like it's pretty low. So I'm guessing the detail is probably yeah higher detail when you get closer to some of the monuments or something temples and all that yeah then we have the medium there's a a new trailer that got released that introduces new characters so did you say this was one you were interested in yeah which i didn't see i didn't see this trailer yet but yeah that's one of those games i definitely think i want to try out it looks like uh introduces two key characters. It says the mysterious sadness and Troy Baker's antagonist, the Maw. And then uh then it said I'm not sure what this means. A new Gigabash character pays tribute to Japanese hero series. I don't know what Gigabash is. Is that a game? So it sounds familiar. I want to say it's like one of those like giant villains, kind of like Godzilla. Remember like Godzilla would fight those other monsters? Mm-hmm. I want to say Gigabash might be one of those monsters. Well, here Don't it quote says, me on it, but... Yeah, Gigabash, the B-movie-styled four-player arena brawler in which giant kaiju monsters and ranger heroes battle it out for supremacy. like. Kaiju, that's like those big guys, isn't it? Like Godzilla. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching the trailer. It pretty much looks like King of Monsters, like an updated version of King of Monsters. Okay. So probably, I don't know. Again, it looks like a Game Pass game. Not really something I'd be into, but. Yeah, it's like definitely a more. Type game. Yeah, it's definitely a little more cartoony than some of the uh like big monster brawlers that we've seen in the past right yeah like that have been on the playstation and stuff interesting all right but yeah not my speed that's kind of surprising this is like all the news that came out of tokyo game show it's like not really anything well it's still going on i guess right so technically maybe this was well thursday would have been day two if it started on wednesday and it's going to go through sunday so but i mean this is like sony's territory so you figured they would have came out swinging especially with the play uh, playstation 5 and stuff that's right very good point and even xbox because i know they want to make a big play on japan but 
Yeah, I mean, certainly you would have thought that they would have really came out swinging hard mm-hmm. just because that's home territory. Oh, I, I don't even see any Nintendo news. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, the sign of like COVID hampering things a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? Who knows? Then, uh, so last up, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Oculus Quest. So you, I know for like years you've been really big on VR and stuff. And uh, so w- what are your thoughts? Because the pre-orders just uh, opened up the other day. Yeah, the pre-orders opened up. Um, I've been, like, I don't know. It's something that, like, um, it looked like it was an intentional leak. Like, I don't know if you saw it. Like, Facebook had two trailers go up. And then it they made it look like a mistake. Like, you know when you upload stuff to, like, um, YouTube, how you could put, like, unlisted, private, or, you know, like publish as soon as it's ready to upload. And it looked like they wanted to upload it as private and make it, you know, viewable whenever they were ready, but they made it seem like someone uploaded it and hit the wrong button. So it was available there for a little bit, Mm -hmm. enough to where people are able to rip it immediately and spread it all over YouTube. Mm -hmm. But um, the hype, especially in the VR community, just didn't really seem to be there. Like all my friends that are in the VR, no one is really pre-ordering it. I know some people are saying that, um, like I didn't really look too much into it just cause it didn't look like it was that much of an upgrade than the quest I already have. Me and my one friend was saying that they're using LCD screens instead of OLED screens. And is just looks like it's going to be, um, like worse quality, like it's higher resolution, but they think that the quality is just going to kind of suffer, like be a little bit softer. Yeah. And some of the reviewers that I've saw from like YouTubers, they're just not, they haven't really been that good. Yeah. I, so, I read an article cause I picked up, was it like maybe three months ago? I picked up, uh, the first one, the first Oculus quest, of course. And then <laughs> that's when, you know, it started coming out that the second one was coming out. And, right. uh, so I've got a little bit of experience with it and, so I, I know a little bit about the, the current one and there was an article and I forgot who it was. Is it maybe Verge or, but anyway, this, somebody had an article, they've been using it for a while and they just basically were like hitting it from all sides. Like, uh, the strap is super chintzy on the new one, but they sell an upgraded strap. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, yeah. And then that, like, that was funny. yeah. And the controllers are kind of like a step down. I think they went double battery in the controllers for the second one or something like that. Yeah. Which and, is surprising. Cause I heard that the tracking wasn't that good either. Yeah. So like the controllers were like a step down. Like, there was something about the screens. So it must've been like the regular LCDs. And I want to yeah. say, I, I totally might be misremembering this, but uh, I want to say that there was some talk about how it was like one screen now instead of two separate screens. Oh, or really? Something along those, or you know how the current one also has the um, the slider for the 
oh man i forgot what it's called like with, when you have glasses it's like how wide your eyes are oh it's like dpi or something some yeah something like that yeah, it's I like yeah and you have to adjust it depending on the spread of your eyes so you can get the focus yep so it's like a smooth slider and you can actually like go into like tenths or something like that, i think on the current one but on yeah. the new one there's only like three positions and then you have to grab the eyepiece and slide it to get it to align perfectly so there's like a coarse adjustment and then a fine adjustment by actually moving like the eye cups or whatever you oh. want to call it that's so weird. Oh. yeah it's so the general consensus was like that the two was actually like the cheapening of like the a quest. downgrade yeah, yeah. I want to say it's cheaper too, right? It might have came in at two ninety nine or something, maybe. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Was, what was the old one? Was it? I think it was what two ninety nine for the sixty four, and then three ninety nine for, for one twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I still use my quest not as much as I used to, but like, um, I bought the Half Life Alex. I still need to play through that because I have the the Oculus Link cable. So I can hook mm -hmm. it up to my PC to play PC VR games, which works pretty well. So I think for the most part, I'm pretty good. Like, I don't see a reason to get an Oculus 2. If you already have the Quest, it doesn't look like there's really any type of improvements at all. Yeah. I Is mean, it, I, was it going to be faster? Maybe some of the games will be smoother or something? Yeah, so that's, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I heard it has a, a better mobile chip, but again... I don't know if it's a big improvement because all the games that were announced look like they're going to work on a quest anyway. Like they have a new Myst game coming out. They announced the new Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell the VR game, even though they didn't show any gameplay. So we're not really sure what that's going to be. Right. Um, there's Sniper Elite VR that's coming out. And none of these games are saying like Oculus 2 enhanced or anything. So. I don't think you're going to get like a huge visual fidelity upgrade on these new systems or mm -hmm. these new headsets. Yeah. Especially if you hook it up to your PC. I mean, if you hook it up to your PC, then I mean, you're going to get the PC quality anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with my quest, um, I didn't get the link cable. It was, it was expensive and it wasn't available. <laughs> Even oh, though, I, yeah, even though I know like now you can use regular cables to some degree. Yeah, I was going to say I'll send you a link. I meant to do a YouTube video, but I did a hack that like it's double the length of what the Oculus link cable is. And it's by using the, um, what do they call it? Amazon basic extenders, I want to say. Okay. So I was able to use like a regular usb cable that oculus suggested if you didn't use the link and then i used like the amazon extender usb or whatever it's called and it actually worked so i'm able to like oh, walk wow. around my room and everything and i only paid maybe like 25 bucks for the whole setup over like the 70 or 80 dollars that they're trying to you know charge oh, you for yeah. the oculus link so and it works pretty well so i'll nice. definitely send you the cables that i got or uh, another thing to check out too, I just got this running the other day, is uh, 
there's something called virtual desktop. Have you, have you heard of that at all on the quest? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Go ahead. I say I tried it. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's the one where you can stream your PC to your headset, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it worked out pretty well until Facebook put out an update and it kind of blocked it. And oh, I know really? there was like a bunch of hoopla online and Facebook act like they, it was just part of the update. They didn't mean to block any you know, third party APK or, you know, but yeah. I think it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it was. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it worked perfectly fine. And people have been asking for a streaming solution from Oculus because the Vive had one there for a little bit, mm-hmm. but, um, so someone actually made it and it worked. And then next thing you know, Facebook updates and mysteriously that app doesn't work anymore. Boom. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, I, don't I know if, I don't know if, since. yeah, I don't know if they've fixed it or something changed afterwards, but, uh, um, my son was, uh, looking at playing some of the games on there. So I got it set up on his computer and it seems to work. Okay. He's, he's yeah. enjoying it. And, He's playing, uh, you know, one of the Steam games that he picked up. So I guess that's an alternative. But, uh, yeah, I just wonder sometimes, because you, you have, that's really particular with your Wi-Fi coverage, right, and the strength. Yeah. So you can have some poor quality, whereas with the link cable and stuff, you wouldn't. Yeah, so, but... I know if you have a good router, then you shouldn't have any problem at all. Yeah. And it's close. I think that's key. Probably in the same room is key. Yeah. Without yeah. any walls or anything in between or floors. I think I only had problem with two Steam games on there. Like mm-hmm. actually, um, yeah, Doom, Doom VR, it gave me a lot of issues. Well, it still gives me issues even with the Oculus link. And then um I want to say maybe Rick and Morty gave me issues, but that was like it. Everything else worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you. So out of all the games that you've played on the quest, what do you think are like the coolest or the hottest games that you would recommend? Yeah, I didn't get too no, deep. No into pressure. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my, um, I only got maybe an hour into it, into Half-Life Alex, but that one was really, really good. I watched my son actually play it because he played it through. And um, just watching him play it, that one was great. Plus, you could pick how you want to play it. You could play it sitting down, or you could do the full room scale, or room scale experience. So yeah, that's a plus as well, because sometimes I don't want to be moving all over the room, but I still want right. to do VR. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool how they did that. Um, Bone works. I haven't played that, but I've been hearing a lot about it, which, I mean, it seems pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen that one, but Boneworks yeah. looks really cool. And then um, stuff that I actually play, of course, the Beat Saber, that's good for working out. I do um, sure. Box VR, which is almost like Beat Saber, but for boxing. And then, um, oh, man, there's one that I used to play a lot that um, Oculus, or actually Facebook, bought the studio it's another in-house but i can't think of what it's called but it's kind of like um like you're floating in space and there's like two goals and you have these rings that you're throwing and trying to get into each other's goals 
so almost like Pong, but like a space version of it with like okay. these Tron type laser disc type things. Actually, I think it's free on Oculus. I have to find out the name, but um, oh wow, okay, yeah, that game was really good too. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Gorn was a lot of fun. That one where you're inside the Colosseum, you know, like a gladiator type thing, but everything okay. is based off of like ragdoll physics. That one is pretty good. It's pretty gory though, but right. <laughs> I mean, it's like cartoon blood, but I mean, you could literally grab someone and like rip their head off their body. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but yeah. Yeah. Gorn was really good. Um, Rick and Morty. I liked a lot. Um, my daughter really likes vacation simulator and job simulator. She really liked those games, which are pretty cool. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think, because I'm sure there's a bunch that I'm missing in there. The thing about VR was, for the longest time, it was all like indie, you know, like indie developers that were really holding a VR platform. So it's not a lot of AAA games in there. But right. yeah, so some of the games have just been kind of slipping my mind because they are by like obscure developers. Mm -hmm. But there are some gems in there. I know that Vader game got buzzed for a while. You know, I only played chapter one because it's um it's more cinematic, the Vader Immortal. Yeah. So there there are parts where you do like lightsaber battles, but it's very few and far between. Like it's more of like you're in Star Wars and you're watching it happen in front of you and it's a little bit interactive, but you're mostly taking a passive experience to it. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like there's a errant like laser blast that heads your way or something like that and you have to fight it off and then you sit there and watch the rest yeah of or thing. yeah pretty much and then they'll be like oh we have to escape so you walk over and climb up a ladder and then you're walking on a platform or something you might have to do some puzzling and stuff like that so it's a it's a good passive experience but it's mm -hmm. not you're not going to jump in there and think you're like skywalker and just start lightsabering all over the place and flipping everywhere so you're saying it's not a Jedi simulator, then? Well, they do have a Jedi training room in, <laughs> okay. in there where that robot thing shoots the lasers at you and you have to reflect them back. Oh. Yeah, that type of simulation, but... Mm -hmm. So stick with Beat Saber, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's another Beat way to Saber look at it. Beat Saber is cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have yet to try that one. Oh, really? They have the demo on the quest, I believe. You yep. get like a few songs on there. Mm -hmm. I always meant to try it. And like lately I've been working on my garage. So all my free time where I'm like, man, I should play the, the quest a little bit. I'm like, man, I, I need to finish that garage before the winter hits and the snow and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I definitely hear you. Real world stuff preventing the gaming. That sounds familiar. Yeah, so, it's like yeah. I tell my son, I'm like you're lucky. You have all the time in the world. You can play all these games. It's like I don't. I would have mm -hmm. died for this stuff when I was young. Oh heck yeah! Oh absolutely. And I get a kick like my son. Every once in a while, he'll you know give that bored look, and he's like, "I have nobody to play with." And I'm like. You have the yeah. entire world to play with. The entire world with. Yeah. I was going to say, unfortunately, Stranger Dangers in, the, in that list. 
as, as yeah. well. But you know, um, like when he plays on the quest, it's actually pretty cool. He uh, he plays with a couple of kids. One of his buddies moved away, so he's a couple of states over, and you know it. Uh, you know, I, I kind of think about it like you know, based on like when I was a kid you know, back in like the seventies and eighties and stuff. And it's, you know, it's like you had to interact with people in real life and, you know, when they move away, they're gone. It's like, you couldn't even like really talk to them. Maybe you wrote them a letter, you know, that lasted like once <laughs> before yeah. you never did it again. It's like we had pen pals and stuff years ago. And then, you know, you look at it now, it's like his buddy moved away but they play VR games like almost regularly. They play what Rec Room is one of them. Oh yeah, I forgot about um, Rec Room. That's a good one. Yeah, they play Onward. So that's a recent release yeah. quest. And it's like it's almost it's almost like having that person still here, you know? Because you can hear them, you can see a visual representation of them. And uh it's it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time for the kiddos. But anyway, so anything else uh, you want to add about the the quest two at all or to the quest? Yeah, no. I, I would say if you have a quest right now, it's probably just best to wait to see what's coming out next. But it doesn't seem like there's any big improvements in this current edition. Or how about if somebody's looking for a quest, should they maybe just get the old one versus the new one? Or Yeah, probably. I mean, if you could find the old one cheaper than what the Quest 2 is going to come out, like on eBay, or I don't know if they're still creating them or whatever, or they're still manufacturing them. But I would say if you could find like a Quest 1 cheaper, I would probably just do that. Yeah, I thought I heard something about how they actually had to stop production of the first one to make the second one. And they might resume the first one later. I don't know. But, uh, you know, factories are all kind of weird right now with the COVID stuff. Yeah. So maybe they had to cease production to make the second one. Who knows? Oh, Echo Arena. That's the one I was um, thinking of where it's like the Tron game where you're floating in space okay. and you're throwing the disc. But yeah, that's a good one. I'll have to check that out. That sounds interesting. Okay. All right. So um, I think that's it for the topics. I think we're almost at the three-hour mark. Wow. It's the longest yeah. show in a while. Time flies. Maybe that's because Mark it wasn't around to <laughs> tell us to go quicker. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So uh, here, let's roll into the community section. Um, real quick, uh, you can send us a voicemail by going to the click the send voicemail widget on the right hand side, or just send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox life. And we have two recordings from cat flap 1970 There's a party and a part B I'm all excited. Cause he actually did too. I've been telling people you can do too. 
separate ones if you run out of time. So here is the first part, and away we go. Hi guys, CatClap1970 here from the UK. Uh, just following up from the ongoing Doom saga, I'm uh, playing my way through. Only when you play some of these old classic games do you suddenly realise that the levels are so, so short. Um, as I go through the Doom collection, the original, the, the level is so short, I thought, that can't be right. And uh, I remember it being longer many, many years ago. But uh, yeah, it's, it's great trying these games and realising how short the games are. Now, as you progress with more complex games, is there a possibility that games could get too large? When is a gaming world large enough? And when it's too large, where you have to pour so much time in, you only focus on one game. Games like Red Dead Redemption, um, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and um, Wildlands. Huge games that can take up massive amounts of time. Can a game be too big and too encompassing, perhaps? Who knows? Uh, the new Xbox One X has been ordered. So I look forward to having the delivery of that and trying to work out where on earth I'm going to put such a large square box. Good show as always, chaps. All right, here we go with... Uh, actually, here we can talk about the first part first. Um, you, you know, I've kind of noticed that same thing with like the Doom levels being short when uh, when I did try to like redo like the original Doom. Have, have you played that, Jonathan? Like anytime yeah. recently, the OG Doom from back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Every now and then I'll jump into it, but I mean I kind of like the shorter levels. Just kind of like get in, get out. Oh, absolutely. But in comparison to like a lot of the games now, where like um, I'm just thinking about some of the games I've been playing lately, like some of the Wolfenstein's and stuff. Like one, I'll say level. It's like half an hour plus, half an hour, sometimes close to an hour. Yeah. And like the original Doom, I, I do remember like at the time it was amazing, right? For what it was, because the graphics were pretty sweet. And ultimately you could probably run through a level in minutes, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, especially with... Yeah. Speedrunners could probably run through the game in a half hour. Oh yeah, across all the levels. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And then how about the other part where uh, he's talking about like some games being too long or too big? Yeah, I guess it depends on the person and the type of time you have. Like these days, I don't have a ton of time, so it's it's it can get kind of tough, especially if you have like a large sprawling level like that. Like you're saying, some levels could take a half hour plus. It's like if I get into a game, I'm like 15, 20 minutes in, and then you know, the wife is calling me or the kids are calling me, and it's like there's no save point per se. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I just gotta put it on pause. And hope somebody doesn't turn it off and just come back to it when I can get back to it type thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those kind of situations come up often, which kind of sucks. But oh yeah, yeah. So if they put more, if it's a game that has more frequent save points in there where you can kind of save it and pick it back up, then that's not a problem. But if it's a type of game where you know 
there's really no checkpoints in that level or the checkpoint is so far back, you know, kind of like a halo or something. It's like, um, yeah, it sucks having to turn it off and then come back and have to replay that level all over again. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's a level that is a chore to play or you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. I I, I think in some of the games, like um, like you mentioned, the Red Dead Redemption, I didn't get too far into the game. So I kind of lost interest in it. But... Some of those games for me are problematic because I like to have, in some cases, like a clear start and an end. And those games kind of just like blend everything together, you know, where it's, I mean, I guess that's the premise of open world, but I like the games where, you know, you like, like, okay, like the Doom games. Right where it's more on, I don't know if it, if you can say it's on rails, but it's you start the level at point A and now you have to go to the end of the level, and then it's like okay, I finished that level. Whereas, yeah. you know, and you get that like completionist thing, and it's like all right, I'm gonna stop here, versus Red Dead Redemption where you have missions and it's kind of like, you can kind of choose what you're doing, you can stop doing something and start something else it's i don't know it's it's not as regimented or not as yeah you just start stacking on the quest you look at your book and you just have like five quests started yeah and it's like which that reminds me of work (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i have like five projects going on and i'm juggling them it's like you know I look at everything I need to do and it gives me anxiety or something like that. It's like, I don't want that in a game. <laughs> I want yeah. to relax. I want to have fun. It's funny you say that. Cause anytime I play an open world game, I got into the point to where I only do one quest at a time. So if I come across somebody else is like, Oh, I need help. And I know it's going to start another quest. I'm just like, Oh no, sorry. I can't help you right. <laughs> I can't oh, help yeah. you right now. I already have a quest going. Cause it's like, you mm-hmm. can easily stack up like a ton of quests. Like I've done that in Elder Scrolls online. Like I had to jump off for a while just because I had probably like 30 quests, you know, going wow. and I'm just like, I don't even know where these start or end or where I got yeah. to. You know, man, the system is not really, I guess the menus aren't really, well, I haven't been in there in a while, but I know it's just kind of confusing there for a while. So I just like, yeah, maybe I just get out of this because the worlds are so big and there's so much to do. And, you just kind of get overwhelmed to the point where it's like, ah, don't know what I'm going to do. And I'd rather just play something else. that's a little bit more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you know, that's a good point about like losing track of where things are. Like I, so my thing is when I see the quests, even the side quests, whatever, I accept them all because I think, well, first of all, I won't remember where this character is. And I sometimes get like a completionist kind of thing going on where it's like, I feel I need to finish everything right in the game. And I'm like missing something. If I don't, you know, either missing storyline or you're missing items or whatever. So I guess fear of missing out kicks in again, but ultimately I always hope that it's like, as I play the game, I'll be like, Oh, Hey, 
for quest number 14, here's the guy I need to talk to. And it's just like you run into him and now you can finish that one off versus going, oh yeah, this was that quest. Now I need to run back and accept it and I can come back here. And yeah, I've come to that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that never works out. And it ultimately is self-destructive because then it seems like it's too much. <laughs> yeah. And I lose interest in the game. Say it depends on the game for me. Yeah. I like I really mm-hmm. like the Far Cry games. So it's kind of like I have I try to complete all the side quests in the Far Cry games. I don't know why, but so it's like I know I'm gonna do them anyway. So I'll go through and just start, you know, accepting everything just because I don't know. I like unlocking sure. all those maps. But yeah, some games it's just like, you know, it's like ah, I don't want to get stuck into it, you know. I yeah. don't know. Ubisoft games kind of just suck me in. Mm-hmm. They they do it correctly. For yeah, you. even though it's a bunch of missions that are pretty much the same thing and I know what's gonna happen, it's just I think they're all kind of thinkless. So it's just like easy to just kind of go in and not have to think too hard about it. Yeah. So it's just kind of mindless gaming. Have you ever seen uh, those guys? I know they're on Facebook. I don't know what other platforms they are, but I think they're Australian maybe. And they do like the real life, like RPG and side quests. Have you ever seen those guys? I want to say I've seen like snippets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where... You know, they also did a couple that are like PUBG, like if PUBG was in like real life or something like that. And, um, you know, our, our discussion of like the side quests, it immediately reminds me of those guys because they the, the couple's funny videos basically kind of showing like what good are the side quests and they just don't make sense sometimes. Right. But, uh Okay. And then uh, I guess the other thing, what he mentioned was uh, he got his uh, Xbox ordered for his Series, Series X. X console ordered. So good for him. I I remember what, in because he's in the UK, so they had theirs a couple hours before us here in the United States. And I think there was, a, if I remember right, there were kind of some mishaps that they had over there as well with some of the retailers. So it's good that, that he was able to get his to get his console. And so, all right, he's got a uh, second part here. I'll play that now. Part two, chaps, I forgot to send this. Um, it's great when you see games like Dying Light. I poured so much time into that game, and it's still getting upgrades and DLCs and support from the developer. That is, that is really good. It would be nice when Dying Light 2 comes out. I really enjoyed that game. I've seen lots of teasers, but who knows when that's going to come out eventually one day. Um, Season three of Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, pouring my time into that as well. So uh, that's been a good game. It started off very rocky with problems, but they've worked their way through it over the last year. And now the game's in a good condition. My helicopter still slides down the hill, but I try and... uh, get it positioned in the snow but it's now a good game sham's taken a year to sort it out and they still wanted full price when he purchased it apart from that 
still pouring my time into all the other games. I'm trying to work my way through in preparation for the new console. I think that was it. So uh, thanks, Catflap, for both of those messages uh, that you sent us. Uh, always great to hear your voice. And uh, we'd like to hear other people's voices as well. Hint, hint. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that, that was funny. Like uh, the helicopter sliding down the hill. Yeah. I haven't nice. played Breakpoint yet. I've been waiting because yeah. I was a big Wildlands fan. I played through Wildlands. Mm-hmm. I think I might have 100%ed it. And um, I played all the DLC. And I was excited for Breakpoint until I saw that like you wasn't going to have your teammates like you did in Wildlands. Like That was probably one of the funnest parts was just, you know, putting targets. Like you go to a base, you're basically put up three targets and you know everybody on the count of three you know hit your target like you know for snipers and stuff like that and i always yeah. thought that part was kind of fun but once i saw they kind of took that out of breakpoint that kind of made me not want to get it and then i think i actually asked in the group what was going on with that and some people were saying that they were actually adding like the ai team members again to it and so i think it's out now so i might have to look back into it but yeah, I, I like Wildlands a lot, so I was really looking forward to Breakpoint, and I think now might be the time to jump into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was was one of those the one that didn't have the like single player campaign? Um, so I haven't I haven't played either one of them. Yeah, I thought no. one of them was like multiplayer only or something like that. That was, I think that might have been Breakpoint. So Breakpoint, they um did it because usually you have like your your team, like it's you and three other people. Sure. And I know in like Wildlands, if you wanted to play like four four player co op, you could, but you can also play single player. That's the way I played it. And then your other three teammates are just the AI, but they're still pretty good. So you know you can work as a team and you could tell them like, hey, one guy go here, one guy go to this position. And then everybody, you know, snipe at once. And that was really cool. And you could set up drone shots and stuff. But I think Breakpoint was when they kind of broke that. And you could do four-player co-op. But if you don't have anybody to co-op with, then I believe you're, like, on your own. Like, you didn't have any AI teammates. And that was, like, the big disconnect that a lot of people were having with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of what made, you know, Wildlands kind of fun was having the AI teammates. And so I believe they yeah. interjected that back in like a year, year and a half later now. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's kind of interesting. It's that's uh, piquing my interest in that game a little bit. I might have to check it out. Which one? Breakpoint? The Wildlands. Yeah, I liked Wildlands a lot. I think Mark yeah. played that one too. That was actually the. Um, the very first game that I played on my One X because um, I had bought it and I was playing it on my One, but then once I saw mm-hmm. that it was going to get X enhanced and have HDR and everything, I kind of held off on playing it until I got my One X and then I have like a 4K LG TV with HDR and everything. So I was like, okay, yeah. I want to see what the difference is. And I mean, I was actually blown away. Like it was a huge improvement graphically and the colors just popped a lot more and the frame rate seemed to run a lot better. So it was yeah. definitely like night and day between like my one and one X on Wildlands. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out. Because I remember it was like the buzz. I mean, everybody was into it. I, I want to say that Mark kept talking about it over and over and over. Yeah, I want to say Mark did play it. Yeah, because yeah. that's when they did the Predator DLC. I remember they threw the Predator in the game, and Mark said he beat it, but I couldn't beat it for anything. The Predator was, like, hunting everybody? Yeah. Like, like you in a movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Because, I mean, there's woods areas in there, and so it was one of those timed event things, but, mm-hmm. like, you'd be playing a game, and then you would get, like, a distress call, so, you know, you and your team would go to the point of where the distress call would happen at. And you see, like, I want to say you saw, like, people already, like, mangled and stuff in the area. And then out of nowhere, you see, like, the the holographic, not holographic, but you know how the Predator, when he's in, like, Shimmer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would see him in there, and then you would see the Predator. And then, you know, the battle was on at that point. But he was tough. Like, I've tried multiple times and i just couldn't get them okay so that so you said that was a timed event so it's I not around anymore or something okay yeah like i haven't played it in a while but i believe that was a, a timed event because mm-hmm. i think they did the same thing with splinter cell because they had splinter cell as like a timed event in there as well yeah i vaguely remember that too yeah interesting more stuff uh to queue up and if yeah, i actually buy it it'll probably go on my shelf of shame if digital stuff can go on a shelf say too it, bad it's not ubisoft going into game pass instead of ea yeah that would have been i would have been excited about i mean ea is cool but i would rather see the ubisoft you play stuff go in there no, i i agree i think uh they definitely have a lot more of an interesting collection, at least for my play style. Yeah. Like, like you said, like, like you, I don't play a lot of the sports games. Um, and then outside of that, what else is in there? Like the need for speed games, which most of them lately have like, you know, they get released and then they're like immediately forgotten, unfortunately. Well, EA makes um, Anthem, right? That was an EA game or no? Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, so I'll probably be, because I never played Anthem, and I think they, um, I want to say they redid it or they made it better from that, like that botch of a launch they had. So well, I'll be interested in playing that. Yeah, they're planning on reworking it. And the skepticism in or the skeptic in me is kind of thinking i'm like all right you guys have these ambitions to rework it and make an anthem 2.0 or turning it into like a soft relaunch or something like that but how far are they really going to get and is the game just going to disappear and it's like well uh we changed our mind and we're shutting it down that's kind of how i feel it's going to go and there was a lot of hope for that game initially, a lot of lofty goals, which they didn't deliver, unfortunately. Even so, like, I don't remember exactly when it came out, but I remember the cataclysm 
updates to the game was supposed to be out and then it like got delayed 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 and then even when it did come out it wasn't everything that they were supposed to put in there and then it kind of went through like the whole well we're gonna redo it and is it too late maybe maybe unless they do a next generation boot up like if it would have been like a launch game for like the next gen like hey let's just forget it and just like totally go all out for next gen i think they mm-hmm. might have a saving grace there because i mean that one game uh no man's sky i mean they pull like a 180 and now everybody seems to love it yeah that's true well hopefully they can do something like that yeah because i remember it's like everybody was amped on anthem because they were you know they were docking it as like the destiny killer pretty much like that was the audience that they were kind of going after mm-hmm. and then it just totally flopped and the and the visuals on it were phenomenal like you know as you like do your like um jet packing or whatever with the with the mechs that you have i mean it was pretty cool just flying through the environment and it's, leveling it's up everything yeah. It's funny you say that because there's a YouTube channel. I don't know the name of it, but they usually go back and um they'll run like the E3 trailer side by side with what like the game actually looks like when it came out. And the E3 trailer for Anthem just looked insane compared to what they actually shipped. Like what shipped just looks like yeah, it like really pales in comparison on that first showing that they showed at E3. So is it kind of like the whopper in the picture versus <laughs> the whopper that you unwrap exactly that's <laughs> at their table pretty much because it just looks like for the final game it looked like they stripped like all the detail out of it yeah because it's like i forgot how crazy it looked like that bizarre um mm-hmm. marketplace or whatever it was just like full of people and full of sure. life and you had all these different physics and particle effects going and then like the final gameplay, it looked like there was barely anybody there. Yeah, yeah, it was very empty. Yeah. You know, it was it might have been one of those things. It's like, hey guys, gotta ship it, can't delay it. And they're like, but it's not ready. And we'll make it ready. So they kind of strip everything out. Maybe they had performance issues or they couldn't get consistency. And it's like, all right, strip it all out. Yeah, that's what's dangerous about showing your vertical slice on like a PC rather than the hardware that mm-hmm. you're saying it's going to come out on. Because that's yeah. what I'm guessing happened. They probably had it running like on a PC, like expecting to hit what it's supposed to look like. But once it actually came out, they're like, oh, yeah, we can't hit, you know, this type of fidelity on this hardware. Yeah. There's some issue or who knows what. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Alrighty. Well, um, here, moving on. We got, uh, let's see, what's the next section here? We got voicemail. So we covered voicemails and thanks to Catflap for sending those too. Uh, and if you'd like, you can send an email to contact us at this Xbox life. And we got one of those from, uh, one of our friends down under. So Andrew, uh, sent us an email and he goes, uh, uh, we love the show, even if we are sometimes just quiet, quietly listening in. 
And he writes, uh, I love the escapism of gaming. Currently, I am in lockdown, Melbourne, where there is a curfew that prevents us from leaving our home in the evening, and daytime travel is, is restricted to five kilometer uh, radius from our home, provided we have a valid reason to leave it all. Actually, on a side note, I've, I've heard about this, and um, wow, that's, that's crazy to think. Uh, well, uh, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to live in that kind of situation. But I heard about it. It's it's interesting that he's confirming it. Like, uh, do you leave uh, your house and go more than five kilometers away? No. What is? You don't. You you stay at home mostly. Pretty in your much. neighborhood. Oh wow. Yeah. Since the lockdown, I don't really go out too much. Just um, I mean, on the weekends I go hiking and stuff. But we've been pretty mm-hmm. much locked down here. Yeah, because. I don't think that they can even do hiking out there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's if I remember right from what I heard from this article that I read, it was basically like one person can like leave the house or something like that, uh, like to go buy food. So you have to have a valid reason, and it's basically like shopping or medicine or something like that. And uh, there's a curfew; you got to be inside. Even in the areas of the country where, you know, that are hot spots and stuff like that, I, I think in the U.S. we have it uh, much easier. And uh, we have the option of at least leaving. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I live near the beach, and that thing is, like, packed every day this summer. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it, the laws are very, very, very loose. The only thing that's really enforced is wearing a mask when you go into the store, like a supermarket or something. I mean, you have to wear a mask to go in, but everything else has been pretty loose for the most part. Like I have a few friends over in Spain. Um, When they first went on lockdown, it was kind of like that. Like no one was allowed out of the house unless you had some type of medical emergency or if it was like your turn to go grocery shopping for the week or two weeks or whatever. But yeah, those yeah. streets were like absolutely like nobody was outside at all. Unless you're like yeah. law enforcement. Yeah. And then I heard South Africa was the same way. I think South Africa might have had the strictest lockdown laws. Like I think they're just now allowed to finally start coming out. But yeah, you hear some stories about some of these lockdowns and you're like, man, it's it's kind of crazy how far they went. Oh yeah. Like here in Illinois. Like pretty much the entire time, like I, I live in this area where like in the back of the house is like the cut through street in the subdivision. So the folks that want to go north and south, they all like go up and down the street. And it's just like flooded with people walking their dogs and jogging and, you know, everybody, everybody's like distancing and stuff like that. But there's like a steady stream of people. So it's like, I wonder if there's areas where you can't even do that. It's like, what do you, so if you're stuck in your house, it's like, what do you do with your dog? Let it run in the yard. What if you don't have a yard? Yeah, no, that's true. Like if you're in an apartment or something. Yeah. And if you're, uh, if you can't leave the house in the evening, what if the dog's got to go poop? Yeah. (laughs) Do (laughs) Do you risk jail time or fines? The dog. I don't know. Anyway, a, pot, a potty pad. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Or the yeah. training, yeah, the training pads you're talking about, like for yeah, I see them at the supermarket. You lay it down, and that's their mm -hmm. place to go. Or you get a pair of diapers, put it on the dog. There you go. Uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> My dog would tear that thing apart. Yeah, well, that's why you put a cone on them <laughs> as well. Let's yeah. solve two problems. There you go. All right. So then uh, Andrew continues and he goes, I've been living this existence now for six months. My wife and I work from home and there is little uh, to look at but the same four walls. But by night, I am swinging from the ledges of Greek temples, raiding temples and captaining Greek warships in Assassin's Creed. It is an amazing thing to be able to assume a character in another city, in another time, inflated by fantasy and not constrained by reality. The greatest moments I have had of losing myself to the fantasy of the virtual world uh, would be the watery, the aqua watery depths of Neptune in the Art Deco world of Bioshock, the epic setting of Rome in the Xbox release rise wow didn't that release what our appetite for what was to come with xbox the tombs of assassin's creed in ancient ancient egypt and temples in assassin's creed odyssey what settings stirred the same emotions in yourselves best regards andrew so what do you think or has uh has there been like any of the games in the past that uh, I don't know where it's like the setting or the ambience of the game has like really like captivated you. Yeah, I would definitely say Bioshock Infinite, just because that whole premise of that storyline was um, interesting, and to say the least, as to where the South never really conceded and they just went off and built like their own nation mm -hmm. up in the sky. So like yep. that, you know, that history there, like what would have happened if, you know, that's not reality, but it, you know, it's just interesting in that regard. So I thought that storyline was really cool. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Cause I do like when I play games, I do kind of invest myself into them, but I've, it's happened so many times. Like, Final Fantasy 15 was one that I really got invested in. But there was this one game. It was like one of those Ubisoft side projects. I'm trying to um, look it up now. Because I think it might have took place in World War One, And it was like a side-scroller, but it was very stylized. Oh, um, with a, it starts with a V. It's yeah, World War One, and it was very cartoony. Valiant Heart of Heart. Valor, Val Valiant, Valiant Hearts. Heart. Okay, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, that was good. Actually, I mean, it's like I hate to admit it, but I actually did like cry at the end. Like that ending, like got me. I don't know yeah. why I got so invested into that game, but for anybody that didn't play it, I mean that that ending, what happens to your main character, that definitely pulled at your strings. I was like, wow, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, especially for something like that. Didn't expect it to um, invest me as much as it did, but that was a really good game. I would have loved to see like a sequel or something to that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, that was uh, one of the games that I can proudly say that I actually finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that all the way through that end. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was a great game. Yeah, like for me, um, some of the games that like I really enjoyed, you know, like the whole world and and so forth are as as odd as this sounds. Like I really love the world in the Wolfenstein games. <laughs> the, I was just fascinated by like the alternate reality Nazi thing. And yeah, I that. It, yeah. I'm, you know, and it also follows in like with that TV show. Oh, what the heck was it? Um, castle high or castle. Yeah. Sky. The man in the high castle. Man in the high, yeah. You know, where, you know, like the the Nazis take over and, you know, there's like this resistance that's fighting them and, you know, technology is advanced, you know, beyond World War II era. And, um, you know, I, I just really enjoy that. Bioshock also. Uh, I mainly remember the first one. I mean, I remember kind of running around in Bioshock Infinite, like up in the clouds, and I guess they both kind of follow the same vein. I, the whole like utopia experience, or like the perceived utopia that they had, and we know that it didn't follow through, right? But right, uh, right. you know, the perceived utopia is just like it's like a science fictiony story that I've always liked ever ever since I was little. You know, from, you know, the stories that I would read that have like the goofy endings and some of the magazines and stuff like that to these games, they all follow through with uh, such an interesting uh, storyline, I guess. Right. And then, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if I can think of any other games in particular. Oh, Dishonored is another one. Oh yeah, I like really enjoyed. And it's like, man, these these are some obscure like things. Andrew brought <laughs> up, you know, like real world history, you know, like Egypt and the the Grecian stuff, and <laughs> and I'm bringing up like Nazis and you know like corrupt stuff from a alternate reality in Dishonored. You know, what was that one game where like North Korea and South Korea like joined forces and then they invaded the Home US? Homefront. Home yeah, mm -hmm. I really wanted to like that game because that premise was really interesting. I never played when they tried to reboot it, but the original mm -hmm. one on a 360, I actually beat it for as hard and broken as it was just because I was really interested sure. in the storyline. I thought that was. I don't want to say cool, but I thought it was interesting. You know, you have like North and South Korea finally uniting and then mm -hmm. they, you know, attack the U.S. and take over the U.S. And I was just like, that game was broke to heck. But I mean, that story, I think it was actually based off an actual book, right? Like a book series or something. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of, I was excited when I heard they were trying to reboot it through Crytek because the CryEngine is pretty good. But then... Mm -hmm. That whole, I guess, Crytek was kind of falling apart itself, and then it kept going through all these different developers, and it, when it finally released, it was just a broken mess. So I just never played, I guess, the reboot of it. But if there is a studio that would pick up that premise and like do it right, I think that could be like a really cool game. 
Mm-hmm. And one thing I was kind of thinking about too was that in some of the games, like let's say like like uh, the most recent Jedi game, what was it called? Oh, the one was that was by Shit? Respawn. Yeah. What was its name? It was not Jedi Knight. Was it the Last Order? Jedi. No, I don't know. Uh, Fallen Order. Jedi no. Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. So, like, like for that one, and I was kind of surprised by this when I when I was just thinking about it. Now was, you know, it does a fairly good job of recreating. You know let's say like uh the jedi experience to some degree you know with the fighting going through different planets and stuff like that but it's like that's something i i, I never got into it I, I don't know why and also with some games like that are very shocking like those i can't get into them ambience wise like like if there is like some crazy like experience or killing or something like that it's just i don't know maybe it's because i i really don't like horror and stuff and that stuff pushes me away but you know some games like the bioshock which aren't as horrific or something like that or aren't as shocking um you know those i can i don't know if i'm explaining it right but yeah, it was just an yeah, interesting thing. It. It's like some I just can't like get sucked into and others I can. So you probably wouldn't play like the Silent Hill and stuff like that. Oh no. <laughs> Hell yeah. <man. laughs> no. It's just I, I I just remember and Mark's talked about it a bunch of times on the show. Like uh he stayed by me, I don't know, it's like twenty years ago for like a couple of months when he moved back to the Chicago area and I was playing, what was it? it was, I think it was, um, it was Marines versus predator or something like that. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking It was, yeah. um, aliens, colonial Marines or something. Or, no, I think it was even before that one, maybe, or I don't think it was alien versus predator, but anyway, so I'm like walking through, this base that's like got no people in it and the lights are flickering and my you know this is like pure aliens movie right and my uh motion detector is going beep 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 and you know it's like you don't know where it's at and then he comes up over me or behind me and suppose so i was playing with headphones on my computer and supposedly he was calling me and i didn't hear him and then he puts his hand on my shoulder and I just like freaked out and jumped out of my seat, nearly had a heart attack. Because <laughs> I guess I guess I do get sucked into those games a little bit, but not in a good way. Because I'm freaking terror terrorized. Yeah, that's but, probably uh, why I haven't played yeah. seven yet. Like I want it like all those games I kind of want to play, but yeah, they yeah. do get kind of like stressful. Yeah. And when I play games, I want to relax. I want to have a good time. Not well, get did, anxiety. <laughs> I played the Blair Witch when it like when it dropped on um Game yeah. Pass. I think it dropped mm-hmm. day one. And um 
Yeah, I actually played through that one. Which How was that? I, I liked it a lot. It was a little bit long in the tooth towards the end, but it was one of those games where I typically don't play games that are like super dark and you can only see what's in like the flashlight in front of you because I just don't like jump scares. I don't know. I feel like it's a cheap oh, way out, them. but mm-hmm. they um it was interesting in this game, so I ended up playing it through. But yeah, I like the Blair Witch a lot and then same thing with like Alan Wake is kind of in that vein. And I like it when they do it in an interesting way like that, because it's just not like cheap jump scare stuff. There's like right. interesting mechanics and that kind of pulls me through it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't played any Silent Hill games. I have the evil within, which I really want to play through. I've started that like seven or eight times already. <laughs> and I just kind of got to just like muster it up and just play through it. Cause it looks interesting, but yeah, just those horror games kind of, they give me anxiety and I just kind of, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to muster through it, but it's, yeah. even though you know it's a game, it's just like, come on. Yep. Oh, I know what you mean. So, alrighty. Well, thanks, Andrew, for the email. And, uh, you know, hopefully things kind of loosen up down there. Yeah, it sounds soon, like or... you need a VR headset. Yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be something interesting. That's another way to get uh, a little bit of a out of your current situation. But, all right, so um, yeah, I mentioned uh, you can send an email to contact at this Xbox Life, and uh, we'll read it on the show. Also, we have a Twitter account where you can get uh, alerted when we post the new show. That's uh, at this Xbox Life. And we have a Facebook group. This xboxlife.com forward slash Facebook is one way to get there. You can just search for this Xbox Life on Facebook. Uh, if you're not a member, you can ask to uh, join and answer two simple questions to get in. Really simple, should not have a hard time, but answer them. We do not approve people that don't answer them. And uh, all right, on to this week's retail releases. Okay, for the week of September 22nd through the 25th, we have a couple of things that have released. Um, starting with the September 22nd, we have Halo 3 ODST releasing on PC. Uh, we have Halo 3 ODST Firefight. This one releases on console and PC. Uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Uh, Tennis World um, Tour 2, Castle Storm 2 on the 23rd, Um, Drone Racing League Simulator on the 23rd. So that's kind of like where you fly those drones, I believe, with the VR headset and you fly through the crazy courses. I don't, I have no idea how people do that, but uh, here you can have, you know, the non-expensive way to do it. So you don't have to worry about crashing a thousand dollar drone. 
then Jet Set Nights on the 23rd, Unrailed on September 23rd. So Unrailed is interesting. Um, I actually got this game a while back. I believe it might have been through the Humble Bundle. So it's a game that came out some time ago, and I believe it was uh, in some kind of early release. Hey, hey Jonathan, have you, you ever heard of the game Unrailed? Unrailed? No, I haven't. Yeah, I was just mentioning that uh, I picked it up at some point, and I had it in my Steam library. Uh, and I think it's from Humble Bundle that I got it from because uh, I subscribe to that and I get more games that <laughs> I don't play. That you don't need, Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been some cool games that I've gotten through there. Like, I I like the 911 Operator, oddly enough. Uh, and Unrailed is, is kind of a cool game. Um, so the description that we've got here for it is... It's a cooperative roguelike multiplayer where you work uh, with other people, so your friends, to build a railway track across an endlessly procedurally generated world and master, master random encounters with its inhabitants, upgrade your train, and keep it from derailing. So the, it, the terrain scrolls from right to left. And well, your train moves on the terrain from left to right, and it sits roughly kind of in the middle-ish. And you control your individual characters, and what you're doing is you're collecting materials from from the land. So you're collecting trees and rocks and things like that, and you deposit them into one of the train cars, and then the train makes new track. Okay. Huh. So then you have to grab, you know, grab the materials, put them in the train. It makes the track, which now you have to put in front of the train to keep it going and going around obstacles and things like that. And you can change the direction of the track. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a game that, uh, is really interesting to me and i really haven't played it a whole lot because i really want to play it with people that i know like you can talk to them and plan things but uh there's some streams on it which i don't know it's like these games that have these interesting graphics and interesting ideas really captivate me and this is like this is one of them that is really interesting to me and maybe it's going to be one of those that i want to like more than i actually will Right. But uh, I'm excited that it's coming out. Actually, no, it came out, what, yesterday? Or now it's, at least here, it's the 25th, so it came out two days ago. Is it on this list here? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it should be out in the Microsoft Store uh, right now. So I will oh, probably be up. picking it up. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, it's you're trying to build the track and keep the train going, and then you kind of measure... It's like, oh, we made 500 meters this time. And you kind of try to, you know, work around the terrain. So it's like part puzzle, part resourcing, part, you know, guiding your train properly. And it uh, kind of looks like Minecraft-ish. Yeah, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. So it's interesting to me that they say it's a roguelike. So apparently roguelike now means many different things. 
Yeah, I never understood roguelike. It's like all these terms just kind of get thrown around now, like roguelike and metrovania. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, if uh, if that sounds interesting, definitely check out uh, Unrailed. And I don't think it's very expensive either. But uh, anyway, uh, then we have Twin Breaker, a Sacred Symbols adventure going under. Uh, internships are heck. So uh, I heard some stuff about this one. I don't remember if it was good or bad, but it had some kind of uh, interesting twists to it. Then we have Little Big Workshop. Wow, this. I remember there was a game years ago that I played called Little Big Adventure. I wonder if this is somehow tied into it. I don't know. I can look into that. Uh, I think Little Big Adventure actually was on the Amiga, maybe. Or maybe it was on the PC. Actually, it might have been on PC. Anyway, I'm starting to babble here because it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so Mafia Definitive Edition uh, that comes out today. That one's Xbox One X Enhanced. Then we got Nexomon Extinction Port Royale 4. And that one uh, that one reminds me of a game I used to play called Windward on Steam, where it was like a a boating game where you had to fight off pirates. So it was like top down view. It was a lot of fun actually. And that like but, a SimCity esque uh, type game? No, it's uh it's more like there's this limited world that you're sailing through and it's got land and it's got uh, you know bodies of water that are all connected and you're basically trying to go to one town and then you might collect some resources from there and then you get like a mission to go to another town and then there's like pirates along the way and uh it was it was a it was a fun game it definitely was not super popular but it was it was good it's still on steam i know it's called windward anyway then we have sentinels of freedom shotgun farmers which has been on this list now three weeks in a row i don't know if it's going to be releasing today <laughs> it might be on the list next week who knows then yeah, we have troll yeah then we have troll hunters defenders of arcadia and that's it so it's a fair amount of things that released this week and uh i think unrailed is definitely one of the shiny pennies on that list and uh I don't know what else scrolling through here. I think Mafia scored. Oh, Mafia, well. yeah. Mm-hmm. I never played any of them, but I heard the remake. Or I think IGN ranked it pretty high. Um, I think the Halo games, maybe. Oh, there's the ODST. Yeah, yeah, that's the PC release, which I just beat that one on Xbox again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like ODST. It's probably one of my favorites out of the Halo series, but um. Yeah, I think um haloed out right now. Yeah, and the ODST Firefight is joining the Master Chief Collection. Oh, on console and PC, so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't play much multiplayer Halo. Yeah. I usually just play through the story games. I, don't know, I think I'm getting to the age where it's just like the multiplayer deathmatch stuff doesn't really appeal to me. It's just like I'm more for like the story-driven stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
which is why I don't play Call of Duty anymore. I mean, the campaigns are usually good, but they're usually like really short, not really worth $60 just to play the campaign. Yeah. You know, and they're like, like you said, they're really geared towards a multiplayer. Yeah. And, and now with like Warzone out, you know, does the regular game even matter <laughs> anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Since everybody's playing Warzone. But anyway, so games with gold. Uh, we've got the games for uh, September games for a little while longer. They're going to switch out next week, midweek next week. Uh, we've got the division free through September, so, so through the end of the month. And is division two? I think that's in Game Pass, isn't it? The division yeah. one is. Oh, one is? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Book of Unwritten Tales is uh, out now through mid-October. Armed and Dangerous is the back compat and 360 game that's available through the end of the month. All right, and home stretch here. Lastly, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find us within the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. We would appreciate that greatly. The more ratings that we get in the iTunes store helps uh, more of the Apple folks find us and grow the community. And then uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. Wow, that was a long show. <laughs> Did we yeah. get like, wait, is this close to four hours almost? See, this is probably the longest show of any short that I have been a part of in a long time. Yeah, I know. And I don't even think we've cleared much over three hours, like in the past five years, five years. Yeah, yeah. But so again, you just gonna throw it up there raw, or are you going to just try to edit it down? No, it's it's going up the way that it is. <laughs> that's 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 how we do it here. You get the real deal. So, um, all right, hey, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks for soldiering on through this entire time. I, I really think if Mark was here, he would have been. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed. Yeah. Hurry up, guys. Let's let's uh let's finish this up. But he's gonna be listening to it. And uh hopefully everybody else listens to it and they don't give up on us halfway through halfway through. <laughs> so the pressure is on for me to uh to edit this and get it out soon. Maybe I'll have time today to do it. today being Friday. So you gotta get some so, sleep, man. I know, got an early morning meeting too. So, uh, you know, thanks again for joining us. And, uh, you know, whenever you feel like it, man, you know, let us know and uh, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, just let and, me know anytime. It's like okay. we're on lockdown, so I'm not going anywhere anyway. So, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can be on the show instead of playing the games on your virtual shelf of shame. Yeah, it's funny. I say I have no time to play games, and then I'm on here for four hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Funny. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's all good, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, all right, man. Thanks for uh, being on there. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And um, and Jonathan on. Wimbush across all platforms. I'm boring like that, so. <laughs> Yeah, you can find me everywhere at Jonathan Wimbush, Xbox, Instagram, YouTube, all the different platforms. Awesome. Yeah, he's got some uh, great videos on YouTube and stuff like that. And yeah, I 
I catch uh, pretty much most of them that you put on there. It's, yeah, it's fascinating you, to me. That's some cool stuff so, coming up. Right. I just got a mocap suit. So I was going to ask, are you wearing your motion cap suit right now? No, that thing is extremely good. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sauna suit. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, everybody, catch y'all next week. All right, take care.